0: Okay, okay, big man, you want to hear some hot
1: takes? Let's see how woke you are. You know something about podcasts? Hey, dig me. You kidding me on what, man? I got these three drunk uncles with a sports podcast. They say they got fire takes, pure fuego. You find them wherever you listen to podcasts. At. If it's what they say it is, you like and you subscribe. Listen, like, and subscribe, yeah. You know how to call into the show? Yeah, man, do the pod bean. App. You'll need headphones with a mic to call in. That's no problem, man. They'll also be at Sharky's at p.m. on the first Wednesdays of the month.
2: That's just two weeks Make away, damn.
1: Bluetooth, and <clears throat> they keep receipts. So, so. If anything happens in the sports world, Mighty's gonna drop a tape faster than a rabbit gets for. There's only three things I have in this world. My word, my bells, and this podcast. And I don't break them for nobody. My T Sports Season 7. Season 7. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Good. Evening and welcome back to another edition of the My T Sports. Podcast. I am your host, the one only Thalented Dope Taylor, A.K.A. the Motor Mouth of the South, A.K.A. the Mad Podcaster, A.K.A. work hard, smoke hard, A.K.A. the Brooklyn Buzzsaw, A.K.A. the Chocolate Boy Wonder, A.K.A. round round like a dungeon dragon, A.K.A. the Army Black Knight, A.K.A. the Black Gargoyle, A.K.A. you better watch for them hooks. Listen, it is another in Fuego day in the hottest city in the world. It is September fifteenth. It is just about eight twenty-four at night. Currently, temperature right now is just about 80 degrees can't tell if it's cloudy or not to be honest with you but well, boy do we got a show for you today. Man, I hope you guys is ready. As I'm ready, yes, I'm ready. Yes, I'm ready, yes, I'm ready. You understand? Let's get this thing, Papa We got the Dolphins that got lucky. We got the New York team sucking. All of them, New York just sucked, right? We got a thriller for Monday Night Football. We We have an elimination game for Thursday Night Football. We gonna get into that shit, right? I know I'm behind on this, but I did this so I don't have to worry about any spoilers out there. So we're going to review some SummerSlam. Yes, folks, from WWE SummerSlam. Not to mention, there was a special moment that happened on that that I cannot let go on. Un- Announced, right? We gonna get into our Rock Nation Sports Report again. That's gonna be a new. That's gonna be a new staple on the show, right? We have our fantasy football tips, and everybody already know how that goes, <laughs> right? We have some NBA moves that are still going on out there, and since you need things being moved, you know we still got a Bluetooth code for you guys, right? We got our PPW of our next PPW Platinum Pro Wrestling event coming up, where your boy will be the ring announcer, and 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 our other co-host, his actual boy will be performing during the intermission. Now, you guys are going to want to make sure that not only do you catch that show, but you catch today's show. It's about to go hot and heavy. As you guys already know, Mighty Sports Podcast kind of starts off dolo. That's how things That's how things go. And then as my other host come in here, we slowly transition from the Mighty Sports Podcast to your drunk uncle's podcast. Anytime any tiny of our female constituents join the podcast as well, it's your drunk auntie's podcast too. Your drunk tio and Tias. I hope you guys are ready because you know we have we have a few things that we like to say here on the podcast, and one of them is that. Oh damn! (laughs) And one of them is that regardless of the time, yo, somebody throw that up for me.
0: Take that, take that. There we go.
1: And regardless. Of the weather, yo. We, we hired a professional coach for this. Actually, we we ain't hire anything. You know how this works, right? Yo, yo, coach, hook me up. Hook me up with a quick with a quick one liner.
3: You play to win
1: the game. Hello. It's always a good time to talk some sports. Let's throw this shit up and get motherfucking started. So, actually, where is my drink? Let's start. Talking, woo back at it like a sports fanatic, my T sports guys. As you already know, like I I always love coming here and doing this with you guys, all right? Today is a is a lovely Wednesday night, a lovely hump day night. So you know things are gonna get hot and heavy really quick. I hope you guys are you guys already got your drink ready. Maybe you maybe you want to smoke a bowl. You understand? So you got that bowl it. You all cozied up. But I hope you're listening to the podcast. And if you're not cozied up listening to the podcast live, then I hope you're catching it on the re ear And the re ear could be just about anywhere. But the easiest way to catch the re ear of the podcast just tell your smart speaker to play the latest episode of the. M-Y-T Sports Podcast. That's M as in Mike, Y as in Yankee, T as in Tango Sports Podcast. And you will be able to get that from wherever you listen to your podcast at. Or you can always download the WESN app and be able to catch not only my podcast, but also the whole entire WESN family of networks. All right? right, we're, talk- we're talking about... <clears throat> um, um, we- we- uh, shoot the Elgato podcast. Uh, Elgato with his podcast. We're talking about. We're, we're talking about. I was about to say Rich, but I don't think your name is Rich. I'm tripping. Check out i S N. I don't have. I don't have that shit prepared enough to go fully into depth. but also, I'm still learning the lineup of the people that's on there. To be honest with you, but go check it out. Right? It's a whole. It's a whole lot more shows than I realized. But it's a good thing that they're on there because I love listening to them. So I love listening to them. (laughs) I love listening to them. It's all love. So let's start off the podcast the way that we like to start off this podcast, right? And that is with a little bit of shout outs for all of our birthday peoples that would have passed over the last two days since the last time we basically been on the podcast. So that's basically for yesterday or today. Ayo, DJ Mighty, drop that beat. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, it's your birthday. We said it's your birthday. Check it, check it, uh, check it, check it. Cause it's your birthday, we sing happy birthday. Check it, check it, check it, check it. One more time, because it's your birthday, we sing happy birthday. Check it, check it, yeah, you hear, check it, check it. Yeah, it's your birthday, we say it's your birthday. You, you, you gotta make your own birthday song sometimes because I don't know if you guys realize you gotta pay for them other shits. <laughs> All right, first birthday shoutout we wanna give out, we wanna give to right It's going to be Shyvana Eckerd. Eckford, my bad, my bad, we were. All right, well um, Shivana Eckford used to be a manager from one of the places that we used to work. I think it may have been actually the longest job that I've actually held while being while since I've been out of the military since I've been in, since I've been living in South Florida, and I had that job for four years. I think that job also produced the longest relationship I've ever been in as well, and that was for like three years. It was like two while at the job, one after, and then I'm an asshole. I'm sorry. Like I, I, I get busy. I, don't, I, 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 I lose. I lose the time to entertain bullshit. Like, like, like that's that's a message. I lose the time to entertain bullshit. Like once I'm no longer having fun, and I, and I feel like. Like, 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 basically, I'm, I'm just, I'm going in a hamster wheel of non funness Sorry, sweetheart. Like, you have to bounce. If I feel like you're not pulling your own weight, sorry, sweetheart. You gonna have to bounce. I know every chick is needy, but if I feel like you too needy, sorry, sweetheart you going to have to bounce. Sorry, why are you talk about that? Okay, listen. We are doing our birthday shout-outs. I'm over here getting sidetracked and shit, right? Right? Shivana Eckford, former supervisor where I used to work at. Right? Right, um, CCS Florida, I think that one was. Right? I want to say big up and happy birthday to you. Also, let's pick this up. Also, I want to say a big happy birthday to my boy, David Allen. David Allen, you guys may know around South Florida a little bit better as DJ creep Beep. yo 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 hey, yo let me let me you know how you know what i want you know what i want let's get that ready let's get that ready right you may let's try that and try that again you may know him better as d j creep thank you dj creep everything i know dj creep from connecticut school of broadcasting basically the fine school that 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 helped your boy Fine tune this whole entire production over here. You know what I mean? Not only did they give me, not only did I, did they give me the teachings to do this, right? They also gave me the internships and sent me out there into the world to go, to go, to go learn from people. And that's why I went. I met into guys like Jay Haberd and, and the Brooklyn Cafe and places like that. You know what I mean? And, and I was, and I was able to, and. I was able to fine tune and, and, and learn some skills, and that's also why when things go wrong, why I don't even panic. Like I said, like I've seen, I've seen people with with hundred thousand dollar studios, million dollar studios. You understand, three hundred thousand dollars worth of gear, and. It's taking them three months to try to figure out on, on, on how to do certain productions. It ain't going to take us three months to try to figure out how to do our, to, how to do our remote productions. You're going to get that shit figured out. By the time the new year comes around, we will not. We will no longer be going to Sharky's just once a month. That's to let you guys know. When that time rolls around, when the beginning of the year rolls around, we will start going to Sharky's just... Up, we're going to start going to Sharky's twice a month in January. So you guys make it... Don't worry, I'm going to start making events for you guys so that I can share that share that with you guys on social media so that you can see that. Feel that Touch that Accept that And go to that Let's continue to go to our next birthday Cause these individuals actually had birthdays today people And we're talking about one CeeLo Simmons Now CeeLo Simmons I also met while working at CCS Florida And I wanna say I met him through the girl I may have been dating at the time if I'm not mistaken, and, and if not through her directly, then at least through her indirectly. Like I met, her, like I met him through, like, 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 like our best friend, or uh, you know, what I mean, our best friend at the time. We don't know what all, uh, but our one of our best friend at the time, or either through, um, somebody, one of our friends' cousins, like, like some shit like that. But either way, love is love, love, love is love, love. Happy birthday to you, my boy, CeeLo. Right. Also, I want to say happy birthday to Jose Monslave, Jose Monslave, I've met through the homies as well. One of them, one of the many, 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 many people I have met throughout South Florida due to my connection with my virgin, Lewis Mejia. You guys always hear me bringing him over your That's my boy, Brew Crew Lou. Yes, check it, check it. To all those, David, DJ, aka DJ Creep, Shivana CeeLo, Jose, all you guys want to wish happy birthday. But there is one special little happy birthday that we also want to throw out there as well. And that happens to be to one Sir Jones. Yeah, folks, to the big bro, big homie, big Nas. You wanna say happy birthday to him as well Yes, folks, he also happened to have a birthday that just recently passed You know Nas is known for, for hit record after hit record after hit record You understand? Like like, like he he is known for lives like I open up every cell in Attica, set up to Africa kind of shit You understand? Like... He is so influential in hip-hop and also in the upbringing of so many people that I know. The way they carry themselves, what they listen to, how the clothes that they rock, the way that they talk. You don't understand, that Dunn language, like guys, and then also, some of you guys don't even know, like, Nas is a lot, like, what's going on, Nat, see, I told you, very slowly, like, 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 the Ts like, like, the aunties and the uncles start joining the podcast, and, and they start popping up, here goes, the, here goes the drunk, here goes the drunk auntie coming in, like, oh, aka, my sensei, aka, a, aka, your certified yoga instructor, aka, um um, 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 behavioral health, um, behavioral health specialist, you understand, Nat Cologne, like, 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 you, I don't even think you guys understand what you guys have on, like, have on your hands right now, but, 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 but I just gave you a little rundown of a rundown of the kind of individual that we have talking to you guys today. What's going on, man? I'm actually I Not only am I happy to see you, I'm a little surprised to see you. I thought you would have been out for the counter already. You must be getting close though, and giving me the and giving and giving the podcast those last few minutes of of, of, of your consciousness before you before you knock out and see the morning rise. I appreciate that. Alright, so let's wrap up the birthday shoutouts, right? Let's get them out, right? So that's DJ Creep, and that's Shavonna, and that's CeeLo. Oh, my God, CeeLo really used to have some things where he hooked it up. <laughs> Jose, and that's Nasir Jones, a.k.a. S- A- K- A- Big Nas, a.k.a. K- A- Escobar. Happy birthday to you all. From here on the Mighty Sports Podcast, we hope you party hard, enjoy everything, regret nothing, and continue to stay Mighty yo, DJ Mighty, do me one favor, cut the beat. Whew. Now, let's get into our first topic of the day, because... First of all, first of all, I'm a little behind, but on purpose, on something, right? And I had to make sure that I talked about this, because a lot happened. And we're talking about WWE SummerSlam, right? We're going to go through a nice little rundown of WWE SummerSlam. And... It's because a lot happened at WWE SummerSlam, and it wasn't really so much about a lot happened, but they had they had a special moment. They had a very special moment, and I couldn't let that moment go by without me mentioning into it, it because I thought it was such a special moment that I'm like, you know what? This right here should always be done, and I'm not talking about the fact that at SummerSlam that they had four titles change hands. No, 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 no. It has nothing to do with that. It has nothing to do with the fact that the U.S. champion, Sheamus, lost to the challenger, Damian Priest. So, we have Damian Priest from Puerto Rico as the new U.S. champion. And it always makes me wonder, right? Now, now I understand that Puerto Rico is a U.S. territory. But the U.S. champion is rarely ever from the United States, Right? And I'm not saying that they're not. I'm not saying they're really, the United States champion is really. Oh, 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 here goes my other co host. Here comes Marco hopping in the building. He's going to call up pretty soon. No worries, These phone lines. The Blue Chew Get In hotlines are going to be filled pretty soon. Actually, you know what? Let me go ahead and put in the alert that the Blue Chew Get It In hotline is officially open, people. Yep, I hope you are ready. Yo, somebody ring the alarm so they know that it is time. There you go, call us. That that, that, is your, that is your official notice to let you know that the phone lines are officially open, folks. No, no. What are you doing? Stop. Google, cancel. Okay, Google, cancel. My Google over here, I don't know what it hurt. I don't know. I don't know what I just said, because you guys were here with me. I don't know what I just said to make Google want to call Luis Mejia. You guys tell me what I said a while ago That made Google Like did, did Google on your end start making a random phone call? Like this is that bullshit Google you be listening too hard sometimes I swear you be trying to You, you, be, you be doing too much But I still love you though I still love you remember Remember when you get When you turn into an automaton. I, I always had your back But so don't you go killing people? But I always had your back Ain't about to be no matrix or iRobot shit up in here. You got me? Trained for this shit. So, let's go back into WWE, right? Where they train where they trained to, to travel 360 something plus days out of the year and get on the road and put their bodies in all kinds of physical harm So that they can entertain the masses. Right? But like I said, there was a special thing that happened at, at that that SummerSlam that made me really want to talk about it. And also part of the reason why I'm waiting this long is that I don't have to worry about any spoilers. If I come out here and I talk about SummerSlam the Wednesday after it happened or even the week that it happened, I understand that it's a little bit more relevant in everybody's eyes and ears. But then I may give away a spoiler because wrestling fans don't always watch wrestling on command. It's something that, we, that a lot of times they catch up with. Now trust me, they watch a lot of live shit. But sometimes they 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 have to catch up, you know. Maybe 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 something got away from them and they couldn't watch it that day. And then they've been holding out. They ain't watch something on Monday. They ain't watch it on Tuesday or Wednesday. They wait until they get home Wednesday night. They go to rewatch SummerSlam. But then while they watching it, they don't. They have the podcast on in the background, and here I am over here giving away giving away results. It's not gonna work. Now, granted, there were some things that I knew that happened. But by the time the show, by the time I'm watching everything, I completely forgot. So when it happened, I was like, oh shit, that's right. This is supposed to fucking happen here. And I ain't talking about RK Bro, the team of Randy Orton, and what's going on, everybody, the podcast? Lottie, Mark, Matt. RK Bro, the team of Randy Orton and and Riddle. Defeating AJ and Almost. Call him Almost because he can almost touch the sky. The phenomenal AJ Styles. They defeated them to become the new tag team champions, raw tag teams champions? Like, no, that, that's not the special moment that happened. Like I said, four champ four titles changed hands. But let's get back to my other question. Why is it that the US champion in when in WWE is rarely ever? from the United States, or American at that, you know what I mean, like, I don't want to say they're not American, but they always have, like, a foreign nationality, like, this past, like, this one is Puerto Rican, the one before that was, um, he, his name is Seamus, so he's from Ireland or whatever, the one before that was from Finland, the, like, like, <laughs> you know what I mean, another one, another one was from Scotland, like, like, right before that, um, 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 but you know what though, I'm also starting to realize they do this too with the intercontinental champion, which makes a little bit more sense. That the intercontinental champion that, that like the past one was from Africa, this current one is from Japan. You understand like like the book one, another one before that was was Canadian. Like I could understand the intercontinental champion, but the U.S. champion that, that that's always kind of weird. But I, but I guess it's their way. Of making somebody that has a foreign background, you know, what I mean, a champion and highlighting them, and all, but also what it does, it preps them as well too to to one day to see if they if they if they has what it take to become a heavyweight champion. Just to let you guys know, like the people that you never see really become heavyweight champions because we're like ah, we didn't really like what you did when you had the, when you had the intercontinental belt or the U.S. belt. Like like your pop wasn't enough. You you ain't you ain't do enough with this opportunity. So we ain't gonna give you this one, but. You're a great Intercontinental champion. Oh, you're a great U.S. champion. We'll keep having you in that, in in that contention talk, to keep you relevant. But you just you ain't gonna make it up to the heavyweight shit. Like that's how that shit works. So we so we, so that's another thing about it. And pay attention if you never really watched wrestling before, or even if you're a wrestling fan, you never really realized it. Or if you're a super wrestling fan, you be like, bro, right? like we've been noticed this year. Be you yeah, you talking old news? I know, but it's still interesting. For those that haven't really watched wrestling, or those don't know, like, because, you know, like, if, like, Nat knows, I, I, when we watch wrestling, I always give away little tidbits, like, little nuggets that the average person would not know. This is one of those tidbits that the average person would not know, and that's the kind of content that you get here on the MIT sports Podcast. So, like I said, all of the special things that happened at SummerSlam, like, this wasn't even, like, these aren't even the things that I wanted to talk about. Right? like about the US champ or, or or the weird fact that the US champ is, is really ever
2: <laughs> is
1: is is is, is really ever from from the United States. And even from the fact that Randy Orton is over here mentoring one of the one of one of one of the up and coming young talents and, and well him and AJ Styles are both doing the same exact thing. All right, thank you, Natalie. Don't forget to share it as well. Um uh, <clears throat> Um, 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 thank you for liking the show. That's what I, let me start there. First, let me, let me, thank you for liking the show. Please, if you can, don't forget to share it as well. Um, or the fact that Charlotte Flair ended up defeating Nikki, almost a superhero, and Rhea Ripley. To the point that Rhea Ripley and Nikki a superhero became a tag team. But Charlotte beat them to become the next women's champion. To keep on adding to what is going to be a Hall of Fame career. You understand, like, the way that they have Charlotte Flair on on, on pace, she is going to have more championships than her dad. And her dad has 16 or 17 of them, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's 16 because if John Cena would have beat Roman Reigns, which obviously, as you can hear, he didn't, then he would have won a record-breaking 17 championships. I think Ric Flair has the most at like sixteen. John Cena is tied with him at sixteen. Triple H is like right behind him at like fifteen or some shit like that. Who Triple H is making a making a, um, a, um, a good recovery from his heart condition that he just recently had. Heart complications that he had, I should say. All right, so Charlotte Flair, daughter of legendary of of. Of, of like two or three time Hall of Famer Ric Flair, like she yeah she's on her own Hall of Fame, her own Hall of Fame path, and when she says like her new, her new promo right is that she's basically the opportunity, but she is. When you fight against Charlotte Flair, it's an opportunity for you to get on television. It's the opportunity you're gonna come, um, when you're done. They're gonna start comparing. They're gonna see how you compare to one of the best in the game. And if you do well there, it's gonna continually keep you in some kind of title contention or in relevancy. Or as the Ro- as Roman Reigns likes to call it, the island of relevancy, which is where people go to when they when they challenge him. It's one of those weird things. And even with that, that's still not the thing that I wanted to talk about about SummerSlam, right? It wasn't the fact like I, like the special moment wasn't the fact that oh we look look at that we have our first caller on for the for today on the Blue Chew Get It In Hotline. Let's go ahead and get him up here. What's going on, caller? World? Welcome to the Mighty Sports Podcast. How 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 may I help you? You got a question for us? Oh, look like we lost him. All right. Well, call back up if you have a question, and we'll go ahead and we'll get to you. <sighs> you didn't lose me. I can hear you loud and clear. Oh, there he goes. Oh, it's Ronnie. Run, Ron. See, yeah, it has. It's, it's showing you up as. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll get that thing. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, like I said, the special moment at SummerSlam wasn't the fact that Becky Lynch returned. The man returned. And that she ended up beating Bianca Belair in 27 seconds to go ahead and reclaim her her women's championship that she technically didn't lose. She just forfeited because she was pregnant. Like that wasn't a special moment that 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 that, that, I, that I had to get out. It wasn't even a special moment that that, that Edge decided to come out in in his former in, in in his former brood in his former brood persona. Even though you should have kind of gotten that once he dumped once he dumped um blood. On, on Seth Rollins a week before that. Like it wasn't even all that. The special moment that I want to get to isn't the fact that Brock Lesnar returned after Roman Reigns' match. And as you can clearly see, he's going to be challenging. The Beast is going to be challenging the Tribal Chief and, put him, and, and putting Paul Heyman in a sticky situation at some point in time when they fight for a championship. That is not the special moment I want that they had. Cause uh, and all of those had pops. All uh, all of those had really good pops. The crowd went while Things was like, ah. excited. What was special to me was the Olympic recognition that they did. What WWE did is that they took the time to recognize the two uh, American Olympic gold medalists or the two Olympic wrestlers that won gold that 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 won gold at, at the Olympic Games in Tokyo. So they reckon they brought them down to WWE and they recognized them. And to be honest with you, I would like to see this be a regular thing. And not just when WWE has an interest in that person and wants to sign them. Or when it's been that person's lifelong dream to to, to to one day be in WWE or something like that. Like, no, I don't want that to be the time that you the only time that you do it. I wouldn't do this at all the time. If you have an American that wins gold in wrestling, oh, a win, especially if they win gold, right? Like, I was gonna say if if, if, they, if they if they if they if they win a medal in wrestling, you know what I mean? If they win a medal, I guess whatever. But if they definitely win gold, no, bring, start bringing them in every single year or every four years, however, however many times that like. Every two years, however 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 often they have it on a world stage, bring that person in. Bring in the best person in the world and, and, and celebrate them real quick. And I start making that, like, I understand that what the kind of wrestling that they do is not what you do. But you go there a lot to recruit. And part of the reason why you brought these two individuals in, because the male, Gabriel Davis, right? You were so impressed by him and his athleticism and his explosiveness... And the fact that he won his gold medal with just literally, like, three seconds left. Like, 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 um, um, with three seconds left against a three-time, um, a three-time, um, gold medalist or world champ. Right? It's like a that he, big deal. No, yeah, that is. But, and it's a hell of a deal. No, no, like, I don't even want to say, but, like, it's, it's a super big deal that that he won that. So, like, and, and I love the fact that WWE brought him in, but I don't want that to be the only reason that, oh, because I was... Because I was interested in this guy, that's why we're bringing him. I want them to do that with all of the Olympic people, all of the Olympic wrestlers that 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 get medals, especially if they get gold. Maybe not everyone that get medals, you know, I don't know how you feel about the bronze and silver, maybe it doesn't place the same way in everybody's heart. But then that means that when you bring in the gold medalist, they get an extra pop. Yeah, it's true. It's hard, it's
3: already hard in itself to win a medal in the Olympics.
1: Yeah. But also, they weren't the only. He wasn't the only one that they brought in. They also brought in a female gold medalist, right? And she was supposed to. She just wasn't a gold medalist. She is the first Black woman woman to win a gold medal in wrestling. Her name is Tamira Mensah Stock, and she. It has always, always been her dream. To, to go to make to come to WWE or to make a presence or you know or, or, or you know or to make it to that stage, so I understand like one WWE had an interest in Gabriel and Tamara had an interest in WWE. I don't want that to be the only time that you bring them here or the only reason why why you show interest in these in these individuals. Start making it a tradition that you also give back to the 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 the, the foundation of wrestling as well. Because I guarantee you, I guarantee you. That is going to start ingratiating them more to that wrestling community and also to a whole other thing. Like like to a whole entire to a whole entire eyeball as well. Like it's 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 going to put a different light on them. Like, oh okay, WWE always does this. They always be and granted WWE always does a ton of charity as well. You understand? Like, like not to say that they don't do. Like they, they they make they fulfill more wishes than any organization out there. Just to let you guys know. Like, that, uh, what I mean is that for that make for Make a Wish Foundation, WWE fulfills more wishes than any organization on the planet. Amazon may be delivering smiles all over the motherfucking world. They ain't fulfilling wishes. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> so, it, is it, it is a big difference. And like, like and, 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 and and like kudos to them because like not only do they always do it, but John Cena probably exploded it with, with with how many he did personally. He is the record holder of Wishes Fulfilled, actually. I did not know that. Yes. So not only is WWE the record holder for, for a company that has fulfilled the most wishes, John Cena is the record holder for Wishes Fulfilled. And if I'm wrong, then I'm talking up my ass. But he, but they're definitely in the top three then. <laughs> but no, but yeah, WWE does that much work in that in that sense. And then obviously, like you see, Titus O'Neil with, with his programs, and, and he's constantly being recognized. He's he's being recognized in 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 regular entertainment markets for what he does. You've seen recently Sasha Banks and, and Bianca Belair making the different red carpets. You know what I mean for um for um, for their breakthrough performances. So I. WWE, I always like what WWE does like they always they always expand and they always trying to find ways to expand and that's the reason why I bought stock into them like back in the day when they were like how how much were they back then like $12 a share is when I bought into them I know they had jumped to like $84 a share and then Vince um, started the XFL and that shit dropped to like $32 a share because <laughs> he, mm-hmm. he he needed dough and, and hey that's what he, when he needs dough he's going to look at five parts of his company and that's what happened so now, now, that I got that, now that I got that out of the way and got the wrestling out of the way, because I had to, I could not let that. Because I know I don't, I don't talk wrestling as much as I even want to sometimes, right? And if I'm going to do it and do it uninterrupted and do it the way I want to, I have to do it before my other two co-hosts get here. Could could some haters. <laughs> like wrestling, wrestling even pays the bills and they hate us. Like I don't understand these kids these days, right? So we have that WWE taken care of. We have Ronnie joining us on the Blue Chew Get It In Hotline, right? So since we have Ronnie and the Blue Chew Get In the Hotline, let's go ahead and 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 tell you guys about Blue Chew, folks. Blue Chew, Blue Chew, Blue Chew. And folks, when you make when you guys if you make it to our next event, which is going to be on October the sixth, when we're gonna be at Sharky's, we will be giving away free samples of Bluetooth if, to our audience members if you're able to answer a couple of sports trivia questions. Of course, I can't tell you what those questions are gonna be in advance, because you'll just Google it and then come there and cheat. But folks, here it is, folks. Blue Chew, Blue Chew. Look at that, look at that, look at that folks. We got a brand new fat sack and you can get, you can have a fat loaded sack as well with Blue Chew. Yes folks, Blue Chew is that little blue pill that gives you back that thrill. All you have to do is open up a pack and then head to the sack. Just a few chews before you do, 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 do. With the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, this is one opportunity that you just can't miss. She's gonna love how you come through and like a champ when you Blue Chew in advance and if you use this week's promo code VLFH that's V is in Victor, L is in Lima, F is in Fox, H is in Hotel, you'll be able to get your first order of Blue Chew for free 99. Yes folks, that's for the free 99. We know what free 99, the only thing that you have to do is pay shipping and handling folks. Blue Chew. What you gotta do is chew it and do it and then put on your favorite oldie and then get it on.
2: Wow,
1: baby! get it out. Sugar! <laughs> oh, man. You know we had to get the Blue Chew read out of the way, folks. And we're going to move directly from our Blue Chew read, folks, into our Rock Nation Sports Report, folks. Let's, folks, you know we have the Rock Nation Sports Report. What are we going to do, folks? This is a new segment that we have started. And, and, if you've been here for a while. Like, I. I We've played around with this a couple of times. Like, if you guys even know, I, I've, I've even dropped a couple of podcasts for the Rock Nation Sports Report, right? But we're just going to start working it in. Wednesday nights, we're going to be here. So, folks, yes why well, we have time for the Rock Nation Sports Report, folks. Go, go ahead and go ahead and give them a little love in the building real quick. We don't normally do this, but... But also, folks, let's so get you guys know you're new to the podcast and you're just now joining in on on Podbean, folks. Let me get you the alarm again. Yeah. That's not the alum I'm looking for. Stop playing with me. That is your alarm to let you know that the Blue Chew Getting In Hotline is officially open. If you would like to call in with your sports questions, go ahead and call in. I'll go ahead and try my best to go ahead and get you off the line. No, I'm joking. I'll answer your questions. I got you, B. Call in. We'll see what you we'll see what you got. But right now, we have the Rock Nation Sports Report. Folks, let's get into that Rock Nation Sports Report, sports report because what we're going to do here is go ahead and highlight a couple of people that is signed to Rock Nation. Now, folks, listen, I, I am so super diabolical. You have no clue what's happening right now when I do this, but I'm gonna let you know nothing is like there's oh, like who's this? This, this is some Shakespearean shit for people that didn't pay attention to the English class, especially during the poetry section. There's a method to my madness, and let's get into the madness of the Rock Nation. First, notification from the Rock Nation Sports Report, folks. We would like to welcome back Saquon Barkley to the New York Giants, folks. As you guys may know, Swaycon Barkley had missed basically a whole entire season. And he basically blew out one of them big ass quads. <laughs> no, but he had a significant leg injury. I think it was was it Achilles? One of the Achilles I see. was one of them shits, right? But he had a significant injury. He basically missed the whole uh, missed the whole entire of the COVID year last year, basically, and now he's returning this year. Now. They're not, he's not starting off looking so good, but I don't know if that's more rust or the fact that the New York Giants For the 10th year in a row doesn't have an offensive line Kansas City Chiefs fixed their offensive line in one season The Giants can't get it, it corrected enough in, in one decade They are not the same and this is why their winning has been different Kansas City, probably over the last five years, one of the most winningest teams in the league. Over the last five years for the New York Giants, one of the worst teams in the league. Folks, I can't make this shit up. But we're not here to bash the Giants right now. We're here for the Rock Nation Sports Report, right? And so we want to welcome back Saquon Barkley back to his shitty team, right? Also on the shitty ass Jets. I mean, sorry, the shitty ass Giants. Sorry, both New York teams suck. So you can understand how I very easily get them confused, right? Also, also on the shitty ass Giants, we would also like to congratulate rookie Aziz Ujilari on getting his first career sack. Yes. Let's, well, let's, let's give him a quick big up, a big a little a little congratulations up in the building. And also, last individual from the from the Rock Nation Sports Report. We also have a wide receiver out in Buffalo. And his name was Gabriel Davis. And he gets his first touchdown of the season, folks. 22 seconds left in the second quarter to put the Buffalo Bills up 0-9, to nine, or 9-0. Nine to zero. Unfortunately, he'll be for nothing. We're going to talk about all that. In my, we're going to talk about all three of those games a little bit later in the podcast. But before we get there, folks, I, I, since I have a little bit of wrestling on my mind, right? Since I have a little bit of wrestling on my mind, let me go ahead and let you guys know right now of Platinum Pro Wrestling's next event Folks, yes you guys in case, in case you guys don't know Yes folks, Platinum Pro Wrestling is one of the local Wrestling organizations down here And yes, your boy, your boy, Dalton Omar Taylor A.K.A. the, the Brooklyn Boy I'm sorry, the Chocolate Boy the A.K.A. Tony Baritone, A.K.A. the Motor Mouth for the South Yes folks, that's your boy right there on the cover Yeah, that's me right there Yes folks, I am the ring announcer for Platinum Pro Wrestling And for the first time ever, your boy made the cover So if you happen to have nothing going on Actually, you know what? Fuck that. Anything that you got going on for October 22nd, clear your calendar. And go ahead and make it, and make yourself down to Platinum Pro Wrestlers Hollow Slam, folks. It's going to be at Miami Fight Night. This is going to be Friday, October 22nd. Right? The bell rings at 8 p.m. This is going to be an event for all ages. The doors open officially at 7. 15, that is. If you like to get VIP tickets, VIP tickets um cost um $40. General admission tickets cost $20. VIP tickets get you a meet and greet and autograph session plus the poster and priority seating at the event. Tickets are available in person at Ted Vernon's Classic Automobiles and online through ticketleap.com. This will also be airing on pay-per-view on Fight TV. Go ahead and download the Fight app as well if you would like to go ahead and watch this. If you can't make it, there will be a Halloween costume contest also going on, and there will be raffle and prizes. And there's a raffle and prizes just to let you guys know. At every PPW event, folks, we always try to make sure we give something back to the kids because, as you guys know, Tony loves the kids. Talent love the like. Listen, I, I, I don't know. Like kids love me. Like I don't even know why. Like, like I'm so strict on them. I don't even make any sense. But 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 you know we you know what they say low key kids love discipline and I'm and and add as much as I joking I kid around I am very dis I am very strict when it comes to kids I can't, I don't even let them speak bad English around me know what I mean and I am a slang using cuss wording toting motherfucker but I'm out of school and I ain't trying to learn shit well I'm still learning shit but I ain't trying to learn shit that's gonna be on my permanent record you <laughs> know what I mean so. We have to make sure we get them in check. So, yes, folks, we're talking about Platinum Pro Wrestling's Hollow Slam, folks. This is live pro wrestling. Folks, we're going to see the Super Beast on there. We're going to have Trillionaire Ted. We're going to have Funny Bones there. We have Lily Gray. Obviously, myself, uh, myself, Tony um, Talent Taylor. I don't know why I'm going by my old army name, right? <laughs> it's because I was talking to Mia recently. Mia, you see what you done did? Right? So, I'm going to be there as well. Also, we're going to see Mark 350, the the the, the son of, of my other co-host, Mark, is also going to be there. He's going to be performing during the intermission as well you guys be there and folks i just mentioned a whole bunch of people i didn't even tell you any of the title matches we will continue to give you more news about this event as we get closer it is going to be on october 22nd friday night from ted vernon specialty automobile at 8301 north 7th avenue miami florida 33150 this is basically right off of the 95 people can't miss it and you're gonna to wanna to be there. PPW, Platinum Pro Wrestling, it's a cut above the rest. Alrighty, now that I got that out of the way, I have to break, right? I actually have to break. It's not like I've gotten too far into any sport yet. So, I, I, have to, I, have to, I have to jump back into basketball. And I know a lot of people think, like, basketball, you always trying to talk basketball, B. Like, it's football season. Why are you always trying to talk basketball? Well, one, basketball is relevant right now. Shit keeps happening in the basketball world. And two, basketball is only three weeks away. You guys realize this, right? <laughs> basketball is three weeks away. I will not be deprived, not too much longer, of my sweet game of basketball. We're doing Benchata basketball. You understand? Like, I can't wait. By week five of the NFL, I'll be having basketball back. That's one month. Less than a month. Like I said, we're three weeks away.
0: Week five. About
1: week five. Man, I'm so happy. Ayo, Bart Scott, help me out real quick. Tell him, tell him about how I feel about basketball.
0: Can't wait, can't wait, can't wait.
1: But, we had a sad basketball moment. And it's a continuum sad basketball moment, folks. As the PJ Washington novella continues. For those that don't understand Spanish, we're basically talking about the P.J. Washington soap opera that is going on with him and his baby mama. To be honest with you, I don't even know the broad's name to try to even warn you guys from her. Like, because, like... Because you guys really need to know her name so that you guys don't... So so anybody that ever runs into her goes the opposite direction and starts running. Because Oh, there we go, there we go. Because, like, you should never... Want this woman? <laughs> want to be involved in this woman? Or want her ever to have her eyes on you? She is the true definition of of a black widow. Of a of a praying mantis. I have a reminder for Talon. And folks, if you're familiar with the podcast, you guys already know what that means. Nine oh seven, folks. And what we like to do at this time, I see my, I see my, my co-host KJ joining us already. I'm joining us in the hotline. Uh oh, we almost have a full room. But as you know, it's nine oh seven. What we like to do at this particular time is that we would like to do what is called a twenty one light salute. And a twenty one light salute was started by my co host Mark. And what he started, and what he started this for was for anybody that had been, uh, that has gotten affected by COVID nineteen. We have people getting sick, people not being able to see their family, or you know, you understand, people losing their, people losing their homes, people not knowing where they're getting get their next meals from, like being affected in so many different ways and he started it so that we could show some kind of love and recognition to those individuals by flashing our lights seven times which we have deemed which he has deemed the 21 light salute he is not here to express this himself so i'm just trying to do the best that i can to to convey his message over to you guys you guys, I hear me talk about Mark so many times today, like I said, because I kept talking about this kid during the PPW event, but we ain't going to waste any more time. We're going to go ahead and start flicking these lights seven times. If you would like to go ahead and join me, you can go ahead and do this too, All right? Let's, let's go ahead and start off with one, this isn't for fun, two, for me to you, three, just let it be, four, we're going to do this some more, five, for those alive, six, let's stay in the mix, and seven, for those in heaven. Folks, that is seven times for the twenty-one light salute. Isn't that still in the in? The... <laughs> Isn't that still in the room? You know, you know what? You gonna make me start. He got a basketball jump. He got a basketball jump, ooh, baby. Ooh, ooh, basketball jump,
2: basketball jump. <laughs> <laughs>
0: When I am alone in my room, sometimes I stay at the wall And when I stare in my mind,
1: I hear my conscious curve about this
2: <laughs> <laughs> Cupid nice But you
1: won't know unless you give it at you Give it up Cupid <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, folks. No, no, that's a little insider. I I, I apologize. I, I I apologize, but KJ knows what's going on here. He knows what I'm talking about. Right. Let's go ahead and continue our song i I say right. The PJ Washington novella continues. And what is going on is that <sighs> PJ Washington's baby mother, Brittany Rayner. Right, found her name. Has come has has come back to social media. She has rejoined the social media world, and she's back at it. Not like a sports fanatic, but like a crack fanatic, right? And she's out here, and she's saying, you know what? It's okay for me to to be a baby mama. She knows that this sounds ghetto, right? But she wants to have multiple baby daddies. Yes, folks. She would like to have multiple baby daddies. Because the kid that she has now, that one is good. That one is taken care of. She wants to know she's treating her, she is treating her, her her ovaries like a basketball pickup game and she's basically going on social media and asks who got next. She has officially said, folks, stepdaddy daddy season is open. Brittany freaking Rainer. I don't even want to disrespect Britney Spears by saying that's Britney, bitch. She, as, as my boy Vic would say back in the day, and I see KJ saying, and I forgot what movie that this is from, but as they're saying in the in the lines, she's a hoa and as the kids say these days, you know what? I need to stop saying as the kids say these days. <laughs> Cause I started doing it as a joke, and now I'm now it's actually embedded in, in, into my in, in, into my lexicon, right into my speech and shit like that. And now I'm saying it, and I was just and I was just aging me. But as they say nowadays, right? She belonged to the streets. That's basically what it is. Baby daddy season is open. Who got next? She wants to have multiple baby daddies. I'm telling you right now. I See, while, I, while, while there's a small part of me, right, that has some sympathy for P.J. Washington, I really do. I really, really do. I really do. Right? No! No! No, no. no sympathy! The no. next person that fucks with her? Listen, I have to do it because she took his kid. And somebody is allowing this to go on. And for some reason, he can't get custody of his kid back.
3: She broadcasted the fact. She broadcasted what she does before she got involved
1: with him. But the next person that fucks with her? I have no sympathy for you. None. None at all. Like, the only way I have... Wrap it up! The only only person I will have sympathy for if if, if they fuck with her is if this motherfucker was a monk. Before he decided to become an NFL kicker. And he'd never been on social media ever. And he didn't know. And then he fucked with her. That's the only way. And even then, I'm blaming his teammates for not letting him know. The moment they saw him with her. Or Buddha. Oi. One of them. Did I just hear a- Oh, I did hear her, oi. I did hear an oi. I am like, "Oi, I heard a female voice, oi." I was like, "Wait, what? I was not expecting any female ois today." It's, it's sis and the munchkin <laughs> threw me off. Had me nervous. I was like, "What the fuck is going on? Is this a raid? <laughs> is this is this a, Is this, a, is, this a, is this a random inspection? I was not prepared for it. <laughs> Even though I am prepared, it going on. But still, Alrighty, So let it. So, so like I said, like I do. I'm sorry. Like this is point that has some sympathy for, for P. J. Washington. But the next motherfucker that fucks with her, I, I, I don't. I don't have. I don't have any sympathy for you. I can't have any sympathy for you. It is, it is beyond any excuse on why anybody else. That was born with a dick would fuck with her. Now if you created your dick later on, you know what I mean? Like, fuck it. Like go for her. You know what I mean? Like you don't know no better. Right? Like you chopped off your pussy. <laughs> you don't know no better. Like you you wanted this motherfucker. Like like when you could have gotten a hundred of them. <laughs> but the next motherfucker, I have no sympathy for. I can't. I, I can't. I, I can't. Like, it's a, like, I understand, like, like, she posted what she posted. It's still a sad story to hear what happened to PJ Washington. It won't be a sad story for the next motherfucker. It'll be like, listen. You know what they say. Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Won't be fooled again. Fool me three times. Fuck the peace sign, load the chopper, and let it rain on you. I'm just saying. Whichever one you want, whichever advice you want to take. Whether it's the old conventional advice, whether it's the the advice of our former president, or the advice of J. Cole. Either way, they're all fitting. At this point in time, the only thing that should be fitting inside of her is a fist. And I'm and I, and I'm not talking about hitting her, folks. Tom, I'm actually talking about fisting. Okay, that's the only time your fist should be on the one. like when you're fisting them. And then then you can do whatever you want after that. Yeah, like then you then you can then you can take it all hand. You understand? You can take out all your aggression then when you're fisting her. So that isn't my only NBA story, right? Like thank God, because that's a, that's that's a horrible fucking story. But there is a story about about somebody named John Wall. And John Wall and the Houston Rockets are coming to a mutual agreement of parting ways? Anytime I hear the term mutual agreement, how mutual is it? Is it, oh, the ownership came to you and was like, ah, how would you feel about playing some roles? And the player's like, y'all would love it. I'd be wanting to get the fuck out of here or is it the player coming to you and be like, "Hey, I don't know if you guys are going in the direction that, that I keep that I find fit for my career." And then ownership comes back and says, "Yeah, we ain't really want you anymore anyway. You just ain't know how to tell you yet." Like, what do you mean by mutual? Because either way, it sounds like somebody saving face after they got rejected. But they're coming to a, they come into a mutual agreement they want to part ways. I guess they're going to figure out a buyout or some shit like this. And to be honest with you, to be honest with you, if the Houston Rockets, right, come to a buyout agreement, which I doubt they will, because I think he has more than one. Does John Wall have more than one year left on his contract? Okay, Google, what is John Wall's contract? Here's a
3: summary from the website
2: sportingnews.com. Wall linked a new four-year, $170 million extension with the Wizards that runs through the 2022-23 season.
0: Huh, okay.
1: So there's this year, the 2021-22 season, and then there's next year, the twenty-two twenty-three 23 season. Alright, so if they buy him out, they'll be buying out two years of his contract for him to go somewhere. So, let's, so they're probably going to try to trade him first to see if they can find any kind of trade value for him. Which, that brings up a tough super tough debate because John Wall has one of those contracts where you that where he makes way too much for any team to not to want him for the productivity that he's not going to give he's not He's not worth his contract, basically, anymore. And nobody wants it. This is probably why they pop, they'll, they'll most likely end up buying him out. And, 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 and I, and I kind of hope they do. Actually, I kind of hope... I hope they do, but I hope they don't. But I hope they do. And I'm going to tell you why. Hey, Kill, Come here. And I'm going to tell you why. If they buy him out... There's obviously only one of two places he's most likely going to go to. Like, let's be honest. Let's be for real. Let's be honest. Let's be for real. He's not going to go to Portland. He's not going to go to Dallas. Maybe three places he go to. Four places he may go to? <laughs> Five places he may go to? Shit. Okay. Okay. Now shit just got serious in my head. <laughs> because if he gets bought out, obviously, he's probably going to try to go to one of the major contenders. We're talking possibly go to Milwaukee and be a backup point guard there. Possibly go to Miami and be a back Because wherever he goes, he's damn near going to be a backup point guard. For the most part, except for one place. There's one place he could possibly go to, and I don't know if he goes there. But if he goes to Miami, he could be a backup point guard there. If he can't beat out Calari. A starting job, and if he can't do that, then he definitely don't belong as a starting point guard in this league anymore. Or he could try to go to Milwaukee and be a start and be a backup point guard there, or see if he could try to beat out one of the brothers, not the not the not the Kumpo brothers, um, the Holiday brothers. What's going on, brother? Welcome to the Mighty Sports Podcast. Yes. Right, so we can see if he could possibly beat out one of those guys. Uh, Right now, now we're talking about John Wall and and Houston trying to come to a mutual agreement to part ways, and I'm talking about possible destinations. And I'm talking about possible destinations if they buy him out. I'm not talking about trade destinations, because I can't see too many teams trading for him, to be honest with you. So, let's see if we talk about a possible buyout. And if, if we talk about a buyout, then I'm talking about Possibly, maybe with five, six teams, he he should consider going to if he's going if he's going to which is going to be all of the powerhouses, right? One of them, probably Miami. See if he could see, see if he gets some work down there. Probably Milwaukee. See if he get work down over there. That's the one, right? Because 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 in both scenarios, he that has a good opportunity. he has a good opportunity of being up the starting point as well too, or being a good backup. A really good backup, and you don't have to worry about his health because you're not try, you're not responsible for all eighty-two games anymore. And you and you can and and you can you know what I mean you you can really kind of load manage, but you're not really load management. You're a bench player. There's also, obviously, there's Brooklyn. He could possibly go to if he wants, and be a backup there. Now, come on, stop
2: playing. <laughs> How you doing, kiddo? Hello. What you doing?
1: You, you over here for the night?
0: Mhm.
1: Why? Ah.
2: There's
1: no
0: school tomorrow. There's
1: no school tomorrow. Oh, Yom Kippur or something, right?
0: The Jewish holiday.
1: Yeah. Yes. Okay, something like that. What? You have- they get all these holidays. Uh, oh, so I'm when I my kid's are gonna be Jewish. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you
4: have, uh,
1: here? Possibly. I don't know. If I do, I have to search for it. Um, I don't remember none
3: of these holidays.
1: I have a blue bin in there. Uh, but yeah, I have to go search for it. I'll, I'll look.
2: Okay.
1: Alrighty, kiddo. You coming to join the podcast? No. Alrighty. It's <laughs> Whatever. Your face is boring. Hater. Girl, we, uh, we ain't. That's why we don't. Our demographic ain't ten-year-olds anyway.
3: Exactly. <laughs> so carry on.
1: Cheers. Fucking ten-year-old in there. Goddamn tongues.
3: Can't stand children. The, the, nerve. Nerve. the fucking nerve. First of all, you come in here. First thing you talk about, you have no school tomorrow. This is a Jewish holiday, and that already gets me in my bag. my like, man, I get all these days. All these damn days off Random early release What the fuck At this point you see kids walking around You don't know if they should be in school if they, if, Or if they're not in school <laughs> At this point There used to be a time where you seem like Hey your ass should be at school Actually I remember back in the day
1: where They only used to let the Jewish kids be off that on those days like everybody else had to be in school, and they would just and they didn't get it. Got, I was able to miss, I miss school those days. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, "Oh, missing school, Jewish holiday." But like,
0: oh, I need to be Jewish.
1: <laughs> so let's let's continue with with, with John Wall's possible buyout, right? And like I said, if this buyout continues, right? So we're talking about, like I said, I, bro- I mentioned Toronto, I mentioned, I mentioned Milwaukee. We talked about Miami. Possibly, I said not Toronto, but Miami. Sorry, I'm thinking Kyle Lowry. But we, we talked about Miami and Milwaukee, possibly. Right? There's a possibility he, he could go to Brooklyn because he's only going to go to the top contending teams, right? Teams that he's gonna that he could think he could win a championship with. Now I'm going to mention the team at the end, right? Then we mention two teams at the end I want him to go to, possibly. All right? Now, obviously, there's you said you said that Milwaukee is one, right? Another one could be possibly the LA Clippers. He can go there as well and see if he can gel with those guys. But is Kawhi Leonard going to be back this season to make going there worth it this season? And that's the thing. Kawhi Leonard is a question mark for this season based off when he got injured.
3: Oh, he's not playing this year.
1: So if he's not playing this year, is the Clippers a destination that somebody would want to go to? So they must be having some kind of like tag team. Showcases some shit like that. I see a lot of duos talking shit on the telly. <laughs> um now two of the teams that that I think that he should probably go to. Now one of them is personal to me, and that is only because for one year and for one year only I'm gonna be rooting for LeBron James to win a championship indirectly because I'm rooting for Melo to win a championship. And I'm rooting for Russell Westbrook to win a championship. But I really want Melo. I, I, man, this needs to work. I swear to God, this needs to work. <laughs> this is so going to suck. I really hope they don't play Brooklyn in the finals. Like, Brooklyn needs to get knocked out by Milwaukee or some shit like that. Or some other team. Brooklyn cannot make it to the finals. I'm going to be so torn. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna root I'm gonna end up rooting for Brooklyn and be like, damn Melo, this was your last chance. Like I don't want Brooklyn to stop Melo's last chance of winning a champ. Like the only time he gets there, it's against Brooklyn and they stop him. That's gonna break my heart, B.
3: I'm like you got too much invested. I'ma be watching like a cat like the like the basketball fanatic that I am. I'm just yeah, keeping fingers crossed that it doesn't get ruined. Basketball so I, guys, don't play with me, please.
1: So I'd like to see John Wall go there cuz can you like can you imagine John Wall not needing to play a ton of minutes, but now he's backing up Russell Westbrook or Russ, and now Russell Westbrook and him going going to, going out there and practice and 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 John Wall getting himself back back together and back right in shape mentally, physically, all that stuff, you know, behind Russell Westbrook and LeBron James. Like psh, man, that's gonna be dangerous. But it's a sleeper place I would really like him to go to. And it's a sleeper place where I would think I would like to see a lot of players go a lot of people go to, more players go to, and they don't go there enough. I would like to see him go to Dallas. I was thinking that too. Cause I don't, I don't there's not enough players that go to Dallas that really matter. I would like to see players go start going back to Dallas. Going back to Dallas. Dallas, Dallas, I'm going back to Dallas. Yeehaw! I don't think so. <laughs> 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 yeah, shit. The remixes I have in my head that pop up, like it's not even funny. <laughs> I tell you, I'm, I'm a bona fide jingle maker. Like I can literally make jingles and commercials and all that shit. Like you guys come, I'm, I'm hiring. Me. Make sure you hit me up. Hit me up in the DMs, uh, and we can, work, we, can, we, can, we can work negotiations. We'll talk pricing. MVP, as you see him on, on the show right now, he was—he's—he um—he actually has a school down here. He's from Miami. He he does the CCW school. He was recently just down here making an appearance and and, and giving a a mo, a motivation and heartfelt talk to the all of the school. Why does this look like it's happening super fast? Is it just me? KJ, is it just me? Or is this moving kind of fast?
3: This is definitely just a rerun or something. Oh,
1: okay, it's a replay. Okay, okay, okay. I thought I was tripping. I thought I was. I thought. I, I thought I was losing it.
3: I should have fucked with your head. And just <laughs> you think you were super high?
1: So Dallas is that team, and But Dallas, like I said, is that team that I would like a little. I, like when all of these players are talking about going places, I would like to hear one of them go there because you know what? Anybody could go to Lakers. Anybody could go to Brooklyn. You know what I mean? Like. Go to Dallas and help them get over the hump. Get them back a championship. They've only had one championship since Dirk. Like, help them get their second championship in history. In, in, in thing history. Because that would mean so much more than, oh, helping the Lakers get their 20th championship. I know it's not their 20th. You know what I mean? Like, helping them get that championship. Like, like help somebody that really is out there trying to struggle. Speaking of Dallas, Fred Nilekina may get signed to Dallas. Who cares? Eh. He's Nicks related news and it's a, and knicks like I said it's a, it's a weird ass segue knicks related trash So speaking of trash, the Hall of Fame was just recently the Hall of Fame ceremony just recently passed, right? And there was a certain player giving a Hall of Fame speech, one by the name of Christopher Bosch. I haven't heard his speech. But it was brought to my attention that not once did he mention LeBron James or Dwayne Wade.
3: I'm not saying nothing because I haven't seen it, so I have to go see. I so go see the thing. Well, because we know, I mean, okay, even well, even if we don't
1: see it, right? We can agree on the fact that with nice dividends from Big Five. That without Dwayne Wade or Chris... I mean, without Dwayne Wade or LeBron Jace, Chris Bosh isn't a champion. Now, my question to you is... Is he a Hall of Famer without that ring?
3: Plural. Rings.
1: Is he a a Hall of Famer without a ring?
3: Not first ballot.
1: Is Amara Stademeyer a Hall of Famer?
3: Like I said, not first ballot.
1: But Mars Stademeyer you think is a Hall of Famer. Can get
3: in there eventually. Because remember, this is not just your uh, this is not just NBA. But Amara
1: Stoudemire has no Amara Stoudemire straight out well, that' okay that's gonna be the slight difference. Because Amara Stoudemire has no high, has no has no college for to count there. He's straight out of high school. Hmm. Chris Bosch did college, right? He wasn't like And he did Olympics. West Virginia U or some shit like that, right? Georgia Tech. Yeah, same shit. So, and, and, and granted, like I said, somebody brought this to my attention about it. And I talked this over with a Heat fan. And, and and since then, I've been wondering, like, because, and 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 the reason why I started thinking about his Hall of Fame status is because to me, when I heard that, I'm like, that's a complaint. Like, if that's true, right, if it's true. That's a complete slap in the face. Like, how do you not mention these guys in your Hall of Fame speech? Like, you should have you should call them out by name at least once.
3: Like I said, I, I refuse to believe it. LeBron, Wade,
1: and Pat Riley. You should call out by name and Eric
3: Spolcher at least once in your Hall of Fame speech. I'm really not believing it till I see it. Because something like that, That wouldn't go unnoticed. The Hall of Fame speeches were what? Just this past Saturday, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. It yeah. Saturday, Saturday was the main thing. Friday was the little thing they did. But you're not. uh -uh. I refuse to believe that either one of those nights, Chris Bosh did not mention either two of those things. Because for one, if that was the case, this would not be the first time I'm hearing that. With all the sports shows that I watch and listen to, absolutely not. This would not be the uh, first time I'm have you heard that, that thing about have have you have you heard the thing on urban Meyer yet no has it
1: come out yet no, no, no. It's, it's still coming
3: it's give us give me some time it's not coming it's now. coming it's
1: coming now damn it that's a good question because first ballot hall of famer no definitely I I agree with y'all saying no will he eventually make it into the hall of Fame
3: Remember That's... we have eventually doesn't mean like another f- a year or two. We got motherfuckers just getting into the hall twenty years after they're playing careers.
1: Like yeah, would he have gotten in eventually? eventually. Because like like because because of like just what he would have because he would have stayed in Toronto, the numbers he would have put up in Toronto first in this, first in that, top five in this, top in this. You know what I mean? Like so another, after they sent in the people that want to chip in, okay, of it
3: in another country too. Yeah, okay, okay. Okay. And remember, his career did get cut short because of the heart palpitations or something you know, like that. Blood clots in his leg, I believe something like that as well. So,
1: in a sense, yeah, he would be. He would eventually get in the Hall of Fame, and the key word there, eventually, like he wouldn't have been excluded from the Hall of Fame. Some point in time down the line, not first battle, like we said, which is what which is, a lot, which is what a lot of people so a lot, a lot of people care about, right? I, from a respect standpoint at at sometimes. But you said he would eventually gone there. And you know I can't disagree with that. When you when you put it like that, yeah, that really that really changes the scope of things a little. Now I wanna take a quick army break. <laughs> and then come back and it's football time.
3: Hey, there we go. Now my energy is up. We're gonna now talk. we talking. We're going to talk Monday Night Football.
1: We're going to get into the... Now we are going to talk about all of our local teams, meaning, meaning the, all the teams that re-root for the local team down here as well. The upset for Monday Night, like I, like I just like I just mentioned. And don't you guys forget that the Blue Cheap promo code for this week is VLFH. That's Victor Lima, Foxtrot Hotel. Mmm and if you're lucky we may even give you some fantasy football tips for this week now remember when i tell you guys when i give fantasy football tips i am very much giving tips indirectly specifically i'm basically talking to my women's league <laughs> now if this applies to you in every other way because it's kind of it's kind of common now you realize like you're like hey you give you doing some abc shit well the, these are the abc's of fantasy fucking football
3: and we're just giving the tip, nothing but the tip.
1: Exactly. If you're XYZ, motherfucker, they ain't gonna see your way out of this conversation. These ain't for you.
3: <laughs> the only thing basketball related that I have to say about anything that was discussed. What's that? Talk to me. Let's go. Let, 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 let. Cool, <laughs> You
0: know what? Let's take that quick they didn't break. join this team to win championships or become famous. Britney did! There is important work to be done. Oh! And only some able to do it. They are brighter, better educated,
3: led Mark and was here for a second We've than any lost team, team in history. They are doctors. At the lawyers, so, engineers, at the technologists, extra focus and because combat troops. A week's All prepared the for whatever comes their way
0: find them where the lights oh, don't flash snap. and the only contract they sign is with themselves and their country
1: so when those they, guys right there right in the red they, they like to pay ref, homage to like a bunch of different things that come smart. out like so right now they're I being just like nwa nwo from back in the day they used to dress they, they used to do a saiyan like um costume there's some scooby-doo like like theme ships before like some mystery like mystery mobile shit on the right he was another african champion that that, that recently just um i recently just had the belt right now the guy in the ring bobby lashley who you may know from mma but he's also right now the longest reigning consecutive af- um um um, um, um african american with a championship he's officially gone the most days anyway more than the rock more than who was before him obviously more than kofi kingston I can't remember who else there was. There's somebody else. I know there's The Rock's dad in there, but the Rock—I mean, the
3: Rock—passed his dad's numbers a long time ago. No disrespect to these niggas. Keep getting your checks, but respectfully, I don't care. Hey, you know these niggas make like thirty million dollars a year. Congratulations. Like I don't even know. Like I don't
1: even know. Like it's been a while. Since, it's
3: been a while since I've talked about this. No but, wonder. No wonder why that some of them niggas that we grew up on in the late '90s still be coming out because of that money. Oh, no, yeah, Well, some of, yeah, some of these uh, niggas who old and wrinkly as fuck, still coming back out. But it's part of the business. It's always called
1: pay, like paying your dues. Like they'll always come and give back to the thing that made them. You know what I mean? The like the, the the hundreds of thousands or the millions of dollars that they have. But I it's
3: no damn well they almost need a king coming out there now. Some of them, like they're. I, it's been a while since I've looked up
1: what their current contracts are. The last time I did this was probably when John Cena was still one of on the active roster, and because he's not on the active roster anymore like that. Like basically, he does movies now. Basically, when he comes, he's doing what's basically called like 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 a, like a guest pop or a cameo in a sense. But <clears throat> John Cena was making about forty-five million a year or some shit like that, right? But it wasn't just the money that they make it was also the fact that like wrestler, like wrestling contracts they, they get tiered so also by the time he got to his level he's no longer paying for any like he's no longer paying for any of his travel so they're flying him so so they're they're flying him to every to every event you know long cuz cuz to the people that aren't on his level they basically get like a travel per diem and that travel per diem may not be enough to catch a flight every single place that you go to it may like you may have to catch a bus in between, or just rent a car, and and drive to to someplace. That's the reason why some of these guys still talk about a hey, life on the road and driving from here to la 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 la. Because in the beginning, you you don't even get paid for your travel. You're just getting like some kind of book, some some kind of contract, maybe seven hundred thousand, maybe maybe five hundred thousand, when they finally when they first signed you. I'm gonna talk about five hundred thousand per year, you know. And then, it, and then, as you get your role up there, and your merchandise gets up there, the, the crowd starts to like you. Then it constantly goes. Then it goes up. But even even when it goes up, in, even when it may not go up in money, it may start going up in up in or uh, going up in incentives. Where now you start now they start giving you a bigger role, a bigger percentage of your mer- of your merchandise say, merchandise sales, and then now they start. Now and then now they start comping your hotels and be like, okay, now you don't gotta pay for hotels. Oh, we're gonna up your travel per diem until your travel per, per diem gets enough where you can catch a flight all the goddamn time. So that was that's basically like the kind of contract that John Cena had. He was he weren't he doesn't pay for meals. And big and just let you guys know, um if you guys remember the big show, big show had a contract like this as well too at one point in time. Didn't pay for meals, didn't pay for flights, didn't pay for hotel, didn't pay for travel, didn't pay for anything was making 25 30 45 million dollars per year. So they they were signing 5 year, 6 year, 7 year contracts, you know, at that per year. So like so like wrestlers when they get that's just why it's big like that's just why, I, even like in in this industry where we talk what I always talk about the people that come from PPW and go up there, it's big when they make it to that stage because it's a hell of a pay bump. Like you're talking about on the indie market, you're probably doing shows for fifty dollars a night, sometimes two hundred dollars a night. You know what I mean? Like, like, like it. It. It's not. It doesn't really. It's. It's really love more and more than it's like, sus, like sustainable income. The moment WWE calls you up, that's sustainable income. They're giving you fifty grand a fight. <laughs> you know what I mean? When they call you up, you know, like, like shit like that. If they don't give you a long contract, or they'll give you ten thousand for the night, five thousand for the night. Like depending on what they do, that's the reason when they when like them traveling is even is, is is as huge as it is as well because when they travel, they like to give local um the local market opportunities. So when you see all of these extras as like bodyguards and stuff like that, those are local wrestlers from from the local market that they allow it to get some kind of television time. Like hey. Come up, come up to the shoulder, la 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 la. We'll put you in this role. We know, we know we need a couple extra hands here. Hey, you know, like Goldberg is 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 coming to your arena, is, is coming to your thing. Goldberg every time he comes down to a ring, he has twelve bodyguards. You could be one of his twelve bodyguards. Hey, we need we're gonna need an ambulance to break up a fight. Hey, we're gonna have you as paramedic, uh, uh, paramedic number two. And that's how and that's how these people start getting their first um their first television time. John Cena went before he first started out. At one point in time, he was a double for CM Punk as like some guy that was like riding riding on one of his cars. So like and all of it is because all of it is part of paying your dues for wrestling. Because when you get there and you start making money and you start holding belts, like it really does pay off. And if you're allowed, and if you're like somebody like Randy Orton that now has basically like a twenty year career, like you have, and and no is a twenty year career. But your fam, but but you're you're highly you're highly respected by the company. The 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 owners really do like you. There's a family history there. Like he has made. LeBron-type money over his career. And people don't even realize that. Like, they make bread in wrestling. When Like, these guys at this level, they make bread. And life is good at that level. Alrighty. <clears throat> Sorry. I got wrestling on the background. I had to, I had to take that moment. Like I said, I've been in a big wrestling mood today. Hey, we talked about SummerSlam. We talked about uh, on PPW's Hollow Slam coming up. I got Monday Night Raw going on in the background. I that, like they're making history with their African American champions. Like I had I had to bring it all in full circle, and I, I, all all of it is thrilling. But that's not what had American booming two nights ago. Two nights ago, folks, we had Monday Night Football. We had. The Baltimore Ravens and Axon Jackson taking on the Las Vegas
2: Raiders.
1: In a game that I picked, the Raiders not to win. I picked Baltimore to win this game, and it looked like Baltimore was actually going to pull it off. Now Baltimore was playing; they, they had their issues, right? Like 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 you can you can see you can see the issues like with, um uh, by losing their the, the offensive linemen that they have been losing, they're losing their running backs. Like, like you you can see that they ha- they were having some deficiencies, but they were getting it done. They were making it work. But you know what? That damn John Gruden, boy, that damn Chucky, I, that, that, that guy I tell you, man, I tell you what. Man, him, him right there. He he, he fuck lo-
3: that Chucky.
1: Yo, he 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 loved him some some Waller. And, and it was a heavy, heavy, heavy dosage of Waller.
3: That damn Derek Carr.
1: Making comeback passes. Touchdowns. Uh, they, I mean they got a, they had a touchdown. Um, in in overtime, that got called back. Like you almost thought that like, you almost thought like it almost looked like they fucked up their opportunity to win that game. And then Baltimore just couldn't fly high like they normally do. It's gonna be interesting to see how these uh, how because it makes you really it, because it that kind of reminded you of what the Raiders could be, but it also reminded you of how dominant Wilder was last year. In case you forgot for half a second, you forgot how how dominant he was starting to look last year. How much he was going. You understand, John Gruden is willing to go to him 20 times a game.
3: Do you know how great of a play caller and play design you have to be to be able to have 20 targets for your number one option? That NFL defense and NFL coordinator knows that you want to throw it to this dude. And hey, you still find ways. To hey, listen, green Mike, it also helps when that team, Baltimore, wants to play man coverage all night. That does that does work too. All right.
1: That is true. dare like, like, and and Waller is basically a I a, a more athletic version of Gronk back in the day.
0: More athletic, faster.
1: And he basically has his own Gronk, and he is super feeding him the ball. Like we're talking about a glutton of passes. Like you, you, you understand? Like, like, like he is getting so much pigskin on him. Like, pfft, I won't surprise that this nigga start oinking. The Raiders may be a little more dangerous than we thought they were, or, or or at least listen, or at least you know what they're gonna stay interested, and 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 more than anything, that's what they need to continue to do in that Vegas market to stay interested. Like winning this first game worked, like really helped to get people to go there and go see and see. But they're interested. They're a lot listen, they were a lot more interested in what than everything New York did last week. Like anyone, Tyson, Jordan, Jackson, it don't matter which one you want, the Jets, the Giants, or the Bills. They all pulled up a fucking duck. Let's start off with the goddamn Jets.
3: They actually they actually were the ones that let me down the most. I actually expected something from them.
1: Well, What's going on, jo- jo- Joanna? I be seeing you in your little one pieces. Better put them shits away. Purr, purr. <laughs> So, the New York Jets. This was a revenge game. Let let let's start there. This was a revenge game, right? This was Sam Darnold coming back to New York. Wait, no, no, no. They went to Carolina. Did They go to. Wait, right, which way did they Which way did this go? They went to Carolina. Okay, so his former team is coming into play in his in his in his new hometown right this is a team that basically was wasn't willing to do enough or believe in him or build around him because based off the draft pick that they had like they could have accumulated some talent if they needed to or whatever and, and actually start working around this guy but instead they wanted to reset their timeline money wise and go ahead and start and and start with a whole new quarterback and start seeing how things are going to work and Sam Darnold isn't doesn't look like he's he's that upset about that because you know what he gets to go to a team that over the last couple of years, their franchise has been run better, right? I mean, granted, he's in Carolina, but Carolina sounds like the kind of belt that is made for a guy like him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the area of the, a region of the country that would that would embrace a guy like him a whole lot better than they embraced Cam Newton, right? I don't know how the fuck Jordan allowed that shit, right? But they have... They, like they he like, he like, he's there, so he's comfy now. He he's with a team that wanted him, so that that always makes players feel good. Like man, they wanted he they wanted me. Like well, just didn't want me. Like they they're a team that wanted me, and, and you always hear players talk about that. So that's gonna mean that means something to him. He has. A former target that he that he was already familiar with. So now when you get to this new place, your number one target is already somebody that you that you're familiar with. That already helps you ease into things. Oh, and oh, by the way, you have the best Swiss Army knife as a running back behind you. A second best Swiss Army knife. I'm sorry. Like I keep forgetting, there's there's the, there's the cheetah in Kansas City. And what about Alvin Kamara? Alvin is my guy. <laughs> okay, so you have one of the top tier Swiss, ar- but but you understand, know, like it's like it's
3: like one A, one B.
1: You 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 can't go wrong. Like I said, we're splitting here. here. Can't go wrong. You understand? Like, like that's exactly what he said. Like we're splitting here's here. So it's just preference at that point. One A, one B, one C. Like seriously, like so. But you have one of the top tier Swiss Army knives, and they not just running backs. Can can ask Derrick Henry. Right? We're talking about Swiss Army knives behind you. Guys that are running backs, guys that can block, guys that can catch the ball. Yeah, you understand? We're talking about go up the middle and go vertical. You understand? You go front, back, side, and side. You stir that motherfucker like coffee three times a week, or sometimes four if you don't want to um if the if the if you catch an early game. I'm just saying. He was feeling good. Mm. And the New York Jets. They thought they knew this guy. They thought they knew what he was about. And for a while it kind of looked like they did. It's like, oh, we had this guy here before. We know what he's capable of. We know his strengths and weaknesses. Holy shit. I like, like I guess we just didn't see enough of him to know everything. I guess he added a couple of things to his game.
3: The fucking gaze!
1: Sorry, I, I get so, gaze. like, that is, that is probably one of the worst triggers that I have. I don't even think, I think the gaze triggers me worse than Reggie Miller and Tom Brady the and LeBron James. gaze Like, fucking that was traumatic stupidity. It was like, you did this to your, no. No. Let, no.
3: Let me explain. No. Let me explain how much the gaze hurts. The gaze hurts so bad. Peyton Manning, I love you. You a first ballot hall of you a first ballot hall of famer. But if that was one reason why I would ever make you wait one year oh, wait to be inducted into the Hall of Fame, is because you endorsed Adam Gaze. Continue. Your your play for some reason made people think that Adam Gaze was a decent coach. When we all know good and damn well, all of your years, once you really hit your prime, we knew who was really the offensive coordinator. It blows me, it blows me, it blows me. Adam Gaze should have, a Manning and that one year that Adam Gaze had Jay Cutler and Jay Cutler had his best statistical year as a quarterback, those were the worst things that could have... That's, those are one of the worst things that could have happened in the NFL. If that, if those shits never happened, we never see this nigga Adam Gaze coach. You Miami fans, you never see this motherfucker coach down, down here contaminating fucking up Tannehill. Or we never see that motherfucker look fucking blazed as fuck at this fucking press conference. Getting inter- introduced as a Jets head coach. Uh, the gays, the gays, the gays, the gays. It's very, very depressing. But one thing I will say about that game, though, because I actually thought the Jets would pull the upset. But Adam, shit, But shame on me for neglecting how legit the Panthers still are with that. When it comes to that defense. Hmm. They still got that defense. That defense looked like 2015 defense when they when when them combined with Cam Newton's heroics took them to the Super Bowl. When I look when I was watching that game and how they were looking, I was like, hmm, that's that Panthers defense," because I really thought the Jets was gonna do was gonna pull off an upset in there. So now, in regards to the other New York team.
2: Hmm. Mm-mm-mm, mm mm-mm.
3: oh, let, let, me, let me run
1: down a couple of stats real quick. Lord. Christian McCaffrey had 98 yards receiving. Sorry, 98 yards rushing and 89 yards receiving. His one touchdown came to Robbie Anderson. One 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 reception for 57 yards. Robbie yeah, <laughs> Anderson for you. Basically, he had he one or two catches. Yep, three targets, but, one. But you know, a burner and a touchdown. DJ Moore had, had eight targets, six catches, 80 yards. And Sam Dono went twenty uh, went twenty-four for thirty five, two seventy nine, and one touchdown. Efficient. I don't know why. They're not even showing the quarterback stats for the Jets on the NFL site. Let me see. Scroll up.
2: Look. It's not there.
1: Keep scrolling. You have to click it, B. No. Look. There goes that. Right? And then when you click on Jets, it goes straight to Russian.
3: Are that embarrassing? No. They were actually pretty good. We'll see. That's why we have other websites. That's why you go to espnweb.com to see that. If I remember, I think his passing yards were like 257, uh, two touchdowns. I don't know. He didn't look horrible. he touchdowns, de- one interception, 20 for 37. He started off rough. I think he was 6 of 16 for 80-something yards in the first half. But then second half he went fourteen for twenty one. Yeah. See again, same thing.
1: Okay. Whatever.
3: I mean, I just basically gave you the numbers, so there's no need to keep looking
1: yeah. for it. I, I, I was, I'm just also just finding it odd that they didn't throw his numbers up here at all. So and also, because I watched, I, I watched this too, and I, he didn't do horrible he like, started
3: off rough yeah, you
1: know? rookie, like, j- rookie jitters exactly but he got it together second half and, 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 he, and then once he got into a couple of specific things you, you started yeah, seeing yeah. him coming together you started you, you started, started seeing all the, the reasons why
3: why people like him Like started seeing why another team should have played their rookie quarterback but I digress because we're talking about the Jets and the Panthers right now what
1: team should have played their rookie
3: quarterback a team in Chicago who did they play the Rams. No, who? what quarterback did they play? Dalton.
1: Oh. Oh. Oh, that shit going... Oh, yeah. 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 It's not the same. It's not the same. Oh. It's not... It's No, 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 no. I'm... 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 I'm giving an answer to a question that I haven't mentioned yet, to a statement I haven't said yet. What... The way that... The mentoring that happened in Kansas City... From Patrick Mahomes to it's not the same in Chicago. It's not the same. You don't have, what's his name? You don't have Alex Smith. Smith. There we go.
3: I thought thought you were about to do the other thing. You don't have Alex Smith. And Alex Smith was a hell of a quarterback. He was a Pro Bowler that year. That exact year that he played, that full season before Mahomes, he went to the Pro Bowl. Look it up. Like so and, and that coaching won, system and the Chiefs score eleven twelve games. That coaching
1: and development system for quarterbacks and offense isn't the same that they have in, so it's not quite the same. Andy Dalton isn't couldn't, couldn't Alex make, Smith. Like like he's he not even, even Alex Smith on his on his worst year. He
3: couldn't even the bottom
1: of Alex Smith's shoes. And Alex Smith isn't, isn't considered one of the greatest quarterbacks. He's like a really good, he's like a really good average quarterback. He's like one of the great average quarterbacks. Like, don't get it Andy twi- Dill is one of the bottom of average quarterbacks. Like,
3: don't get it twisted. It took Alex Smith a minute for him to see his even known potential. But that's also due to, you know, the the, the BS in terms of multiple head coaches, multiple offensive coordinators with it. Every year, is a, it's, a, it's a different system he had to fucking learn. And, so and, he, every he year, had, and every he year no, he held it he together. Had, he had no stability until Harbaugh got there. The NFC Championship game first year. Next year, he's doing his thing. And then all of a sudden, it's like, eh, Kaepernick. Yeah. And then we know what happens from there. So... Who are we just talking about? The, 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 the Justin Fields And why he's not playing. Ah Chicago but Oh rookies Playing Jets it Carolina cause, cause They scared to put him out there Cause he, Whether he get hurt Or just Looking back I was like Dog He only's gonna get Experience Due to Due to him being out there Due to him playing You saw Zach Wilson's the perfect example for it He was he. It was rough He looked like he was running for his life at first First half Adjusting and everything but come second half, it seemed like he, the game automatically started slowing down for him. Right then and there. Not that I'm saying it would have slowed down for Justin because the Rams defense is, be, is is a different beast than Carolina's defense. But but still. If you're going to go. Like, you know what, though? Still, the thing that annoyed me is Justin still, got, still played four meaningful snaps in the game. So I'm like, if you even have the nerve for while you're starting quarterback. Brings the team majority down the field to even bring the other guy in. You might right then and there. You might as well just keep him in. You might as well because if you're already doing that here, now your your next game is at home against Cincinnati. I'm telling you, to be one honest you, one interception from Andy Dalton in that in that stadium this Sunday.
1: I need, I need to take a sip, bro. <laughs> Bringing the lefty. <laughs> but, um, you know what, you're, you know what? Now that I know their schedule, and you're talking about they, they play the Rams and then they play Cincinnati and as and a rookie quarterback, I'm starting him. Especially because, against Cincinnati, right? No, no, At no. Court. I'm starting him against the Rams. Because yeah, you know yeah. why? That's as hard as it's going it to get.
3: Mmm. Mmm. You see this? Like, when you play the Rams, however, well you do, if you're like, yo, the that, pressure is the, that is the premier of NFL defenses you can get right there. Like, and you get it your first game. That's when that's as hard as they gonna get.
1: So expect nothing. Prepare and expect for nothing less than that every single night. And if he prepares for that, when he goes play Cincinnati and they don't bring that, you carve the mug like a fucking Thanksgiving butterball.
3: In your bag, in your bag, that game.
1: Are you serious? Now you mean roller coaster bag. through a couple things because I don't know. I don't know if you're gonna go up against a Belichick eventually. You know, I, think,
3: I think they see Tampa and I think they see um 49ers too. So, but, but like, so you know, again, like, had you played against the Rams when you see those teams, like, oh, I've dealt with the Rams too. So these at least motherfuckers, there's no jitters for those
1: guys. Mm. And now they may throw some things that you never mm. saw before, but there's no jitters there,
3: there's no overthinking. And you not, still and may the think, way, and the way but there's no the, overthinking. And the way they got the technology set up, whatever they threw at you, they are by the time you come to the sideline, they already gonna be showing you exactly what they what what the fuck that they did. So exactly. So and then at the end of the day, especially he got them legs that he run 4-4. And 4
1: and then, like I said, and and this is basically. If this if this is the and guy you know, that huh? you say that you draft him and say that you think that he is the guy that you think he is no you play him day one you let him play the hardest defense he can and then let him fucking roller coaster through this year he gonna have a what a six and six win season seven win season and if that's the case then fucking next year guess what you hope you get to a little, and, a little about
3: about you even. know and you know I think he's special if I'm talking about him like this because I know I've come on here and say I'm done with talking about Ohio State quarterbacks. <sighs> I didn't hear you abolish Ohio
1: State quarterbacks. I thought it was USC quarterback. Was that was that me? Both. I did both USC and Ohio State. Sam Donald. He listen. He listen. Like listen. All Sam of, Donald, all, all of come, UFC's pride is is is, is, is Reggie Bush is is, is 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 raving right now on Sam Donald's career. If USC is in terms gonna, of quarterback play, yeah. yeah.
3: Well, Car- Carson Palmer's the one who's holding the banner up right now, and that's sad. <laughs> Carson Palmer not even a Hall of Famer. Carson Palmer's shining moment was when he took Arizona to the NFC Championship game only to have six turnovers against Cam Newton. Oh God, I remember that. Aaron Rodgers should have won that game the week before but that fucking Green Bay defense, Lord, it never, it never fails, man. It never fails. He's always there. It never fails, dog. That was the game he had the two Hail Marys to get them to overtime. Oh. Could you... How, B, B, put yourself in that scenario. How pissed would you be if you threw two Hell Marys to get your team into overtime as the quarterback and they can't even get you the ball back? How they lose is they let a 37 year old quarterback just scramble. You can't bring him down, whatever. He throws a little five yard lob past the old Larry Fitzgerald and he runs 75 yards. How pissed would you be? You know what make me even more this pissed? This coming, this coming the year after the Russell Wilson comeback in the NFC Championship.
1: You know what makes me even more pissed? Is that when I'm trying to get shit done in management and they, and they brushing me off. That make me even more pissed. Like you guys just saw what the fuck I did it and y'all won't listen to me for nothing. I, next contract, I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> I, I knew, I knew,
3: I knew. In the summertime, that nigga be smoking crazy weed. Cause after those two losses, nigga, I be buried in the house smoking yeah. for about a. I, two I, years. Yo, you know, I the Seattle, the Seattle L would have had me in my bag for about half the summer. That that hurt me, watching from my crib. What's going on, Brandon? Welcome back to the podcast. And then the next year to lose or to, to him. The niggas wouldn't see. People would have thought I went through a crazy depression phase, possibly considered suicide. A, Cause those type of losses, right there. My God,
1: what's going on, Brad? I just, I just saw that you were there. I did not forget about you because how can I forget about a name that I can't say in full?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah,
3: we can't, we can't call another man sweet. Yeah, the I'm not, only, I'm not the call the, you. I'm not the calling only, The only one who gets that any. It, without like any type of judgment, is Walter Payton sweetness? <laughs>
1: Listen, wait, wait, sweetness. We, wait, we don't call him Sweet Lou, Sweet Lemon Pepper Lou. He's not, he's not. See.
3: Oh, Sweet Lou, yeah, you're right, Sweet Lou. <laughs> sweet Lou.
1: It's a few exceptions, but then again, oh, we don't know but, you but, well enough to give but, you that exception. Exactly, exactly, exactly.
3: <laughs> oh, but. But but Sweet Lou's kind of been Replaced with Lemon Pepper Lou That is That is (laughs) He got to start making them shits tangy as well Sweet Lemon Pepper Lou (laughs) (laughs) Sweet and Tangy Lou (laughs) Sweet and Sour Lou (sighs) Sesame Chicken Lou Oh shit But yes we were talking about these, these These Jets we done. We done with that one. We can. I, you ready to move on to the other one, the one in blue? Cause those those motherfuckers there. You did this earlier. <laughs> those mother. Listen, man. They need the. T- they need the ticking bomb, b. You know what's fucked up, right? Because. So,
1: I stop- put the jets on hold, to come to the giants, and when I finally stepped across the line, I looked around and I was like. It's the same goddamn shit as over there. What the fuck y'all niggas been barking about this whole time? <laughs> like, it's the same shit. Like, man, we Jets, ain't with at no... At least week. the
3: Jets have an offensive line. Like
1: I, like, I know we ain't with no championships, but... I mean, we did some respectable things over the last, you know, t- in, in, in this same time frame, but...
3: Really? What? What respectable things you talking about?
1: The Jets some respectable things. Like
3: what? The Mark Sanchez era. Mark Sanchez? You know the Mark Sanchez era? That's when the Giants won that last Super Bowl, right? Okay. Okay. So, y'all neck and neck. <laughs> we did some respectable things. I'm just I mean, saying we a Super Bowl when y'all was going back right, to okay. back. One, okay. oh, so you're focusing on the wrong 10, thing.
1: I'm, I'm, foc- I'm focusing on... I'm talking about the dysfunction here. Okay? <laughs> the dysfunction is the same. And during that time you of mean, dysfunction, it, no, like, they both that, did respectable
3: things. It's just that last part where you said at least we did respectable things. like, Whoa. What respectable thing you did. <laughs> oh listen, uh, listen,
1: if you'd like to call in if you'd like to call in Brandon, let, the Mighty Getting In Hotline is officially open. Go on, let me let you know what? I, I guess you weren't here to, to to hear to hear the signal, but l- let me let you know. Let me let you know.
3: You know what his theme song gonna be? What's that, that? song, "Sweet Nothings Sweetest taboo? No, 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 um. that was <laughs>
0: that, that that
3: that 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 um, what's it called? It's that it's a song that'll make you fist pump. So I put my face Oh, that I I I know. I'm living on such sweet nothings
0: I already know what you're talking about. I
1: already <laughs> know what you're talking what about. Oh, oh, you oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> <You're> stupid. <still, man. laughs> <laughs> So, Brandon, welcome to the Mighty Sports Podcast. Well,
3: you had something what? that you that you would like to talk about. Talk, talk to us. Talk nicely. I was, I was I Remember last time I was giving you my recaps for week
4: one?
3: I don't remember.
1: Do you remember him giving us recaps from week one? No. I don't remember that at all. Not at
3: all.
4: You, laugh, you said save it for
3: tomorrow's show, but I was working, so I had to get going. Oh, you did that on Monday. Ah, okay, 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 okay,
1: okay. It was a, it was a few, it was a few guys. So, okay, so what, so what did you want to get into? I just wanted, I, I
4: wrote one for every game, but I just, my, I just want to give you my funniest one because I don't want to make you sit through them all.
3: Sure. You want to add this background noise while he's trying to talk? Come on, man, be respectful. Go ahead, Brandon.
4: My apologies. All right. Here's my Bengals-Vikings recap. I said, uh, they say it ties like kissing your cousins, but Kirk wouldn't be so lucky. As Evan McPherson hit a game-winning field goal in the dying seconds of overtime, 27-24. Kirk Cousins in the postgame said he was waiting to do his own research before he made his decision on this on this game.
3: It's the first part for me. Yeah, A tie like is like kissing your cousin, but Kirk wouldn't be so lucky. That is bars. <laughs> that is bars. That is bars. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> hey, th- that's step one to actually earning your full name being said on here. That's <laughs> <laughs> step one. With bars <laughs> like that, Kirk not my cousins. Yes. Yes. Ties like Kissing your cousins But <laughs> Kurt Good Wouldn't be so lucky I did Damn. like that That was a bar that Go ahead you said, bar. You, had, you said
1: you had A couple more What did you have For the Jets in Carolina
4: I, don't, I got them all written down I can, I can grab it
3: Huh. Yeah, go grab him, come back, and we'll be here. Grab him, grab him. We'll, we'll talk over. We'll talk over. <clears throat> yeah, well, hey, things. listen, we'll, we'll, we'll continue talking here. Let us know when you get back, uh, and, you know, we'll get back to a couple of those. I'm interested to hear them. I'll get back to ripping these Giants real quick. My my second team, I love I love these niggas. I can't. You but, know, like I said. But Daniel Jones, that time is ticking. Dave Gettleman, that time is ticking. <laughs> oh, wait. Wrong one. Sorry. That's not it. Daniel Jones.
1: Like, like, like we keep, like... We have we have called him since day one.
3: Damn Daniel. Like, we call him Damn Daniel. That time is ticking. And Gettleman gonna be right out there with him too. Well, you know what you know you know what's gonna be funny is that go. No, they're gonna let him get another quarterback. He, why? Why they, they're gonna let him get another no, quarterback. No 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 no, 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 no. You know why you know why he can't get that luxury? He can't get that luxury one because you he, he came. He came in there. He came in there the year before they drafted Daniel Jones. So Daniel Jones is his protege. So he said- selected him. So are going to reset the like, so literally, reset. literally went out the way... Because so, the Giants, did as an
1: organization, did not want to draft Daniel Jones. So, about the, so, about, so you know so you're talking about there. You're talking about them said the whole thing. You're talking about general manager, coach, and... and, no, 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 and no, not coach, not coach. The coach just got there last year, and they, and they were actually
3: productive. You already know what happens no, 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 if you replace the general no, no. manager. Mm, mm, no. You already know what happens no, if you replace yeah, the general yeah, manager. No, no, no. You got to start replacing the head no, coach, too, because no, no, that guy's no, no, not his no. guy. No. Daniel Jones wasn't the, the coach's guy. What we're talking about... Dan- Daniel, Daniel Jones too. wasn't the coach's guy. Daniel Jones was, was, and I do like wasn't Ghetto the Man. coach's guy. How do you like Daniel Not Gettleman, the head coach. Oh, but to say, um, Judge, yeah, Joe go. Judge. He's not going no damn where Because who expected the Giants to even possibly contend for, for that playoff spot? Right. Especially once all them injuries with Saquon and even Daniel Jones had his own injury shit going on. He had that de- for one. He had that defense looking better. Now, what happened yesterday? How you let the Broncos come in there and put thirty on your head? That's beyond me. But one thing that hadn't changed has always been the same since the beginning of time. That offensive line is still not fixed. If the just imagine if at least all these years if the Giants had a good offensive line. There's a good chance that Eli Manning could still be playing today. You that, understand? That, you understand? That is kind of true. Because we still got we still got my guy who out there still throwing it. you listen. You, you, Philly, R- Philly Riv just retired just last year. Just after this past year. There's a good chance that if the Giants still had a competent offensive line, that Eli could still be playing. That's what's wild. But the offensive line has never been fixed. It's been bust after bust after bust. Then you got quarterbacks who can't hold on to the ball. They're turning the ball over. Stupid turnovers. It just ugh. That's literally all they need. That and for everybody to stay healthy. No,
1: healthy, like, like everybody kind of hopes for health. But fix the things that you can control. Because you can't term. control, because you can't control people staying healthy. You can't but you can't control, control it. that goddamn guy fixing that offensive line. Yes. Like, like I, like I've said already, probably it, it three just, times just, already. It now. It just
3: amazes <clears> me how certain teams have fixed. How Cleveland, Cleveland used to be horrible offensive line play, horrible. Now they're top five in this league. Listen, we talked. I, I mentioned yeah, earlier, Kansas top City fixed theirs in one year, barely a year, not even a year. B. No, one off season. One off season. One, one season. off season. Basically, one year. One off season. Off season I mean they fixed the it. One off season, B. In one off season where you, throw the Giants thought they fixed them, they had to redo. The whole. How you
1: have to redo? Yo, they had to redo the whole offensive line. No, no, you no, 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 no. I'm sorry, sorry, they had to re redo the whole offensive line. They redid the line this year, and then they had to scrap that shit and redo it again, Me- like like I literally know, before the first game. What I the fuck happened?
3: I need to know who's in charge of scouting. Who's the offensive them? line code? Like like some some. I, exactly I need to know who's the offensive line coach who's in charge of scouting how long person. have they been there get me somebody how, else how, who, who's in charge of scouting and personnel because all three of those motherfuckers need to go immediately <laughs> immediately immediately are you serious
1: on, like God. I remember those
3: last years of Elon. I'm like Philly you you, you, you you wanna know why the Philadelphia Eagles actually have a bone cause when I put that bet in this was literally my thought I'm like yo hold on the team ain't all that, but they at least have a line and a D line. And when you went in the trenches, you went in the game. Mm. You at least have a shot. For real. You at least have a shot. For as long real. as you got a quarterback. And then when I put, then with the quarterback, I said, hey, Jalen Hurst. At least, the, at, least the nigga, at least the nigga can scramble. Like and, and they gave him one of his weapons. Jalen Hurst,
1: my guy. Because, <laughs> not taking anybody, anybody, but like, because. Anybody that changes school and does it, that kind of, I'm like, yeah, you already know what it is to have multiple coordinators and multiple head
3: coaches. Like to me, it's just a, it's like when you look at it, like, and I, and I know like, because I mean, all, all, all you have to do in that division wide, division wise, go through offensive line for all teams. Cowboys, we just ha- they they got somebody who just got suspended, somebody who's coming back on the COVID on the COVID thing. Their D line, eh? They pick honest, and choose you... when they want to play well. Washington, D-line, offensive line, yeah. Giants, yeah. On both sides, really. D-line, maybe, but offensive. Oh God, Philly's the only one that can give you both O-line play and D-line play, and only
1: one in that division. For this division, if you can manage to win four out of your six division games, right? But not even that. Get to nine games, nine wins, ten wins. You'll win this division. This division isn't hard to win. Get the ten and seven, nine and eight. You'll get it on a platter, Silver.
3: Like and people think I'm, cause I said this the other day. People said I was crazy talk about Eagles' best offensive line in that division. I said, yo, I, I I won't have to prove it to you. Watch who they watch who they play on Sunday. They play San Francisco at at the crib in Philly. If if their old line is as good as I've been jacking it, San Francisco D line won't dominate them the way most think that they will dominate them. and, it, and I'm. It's not going to be one of my three picks, but it damn sure wouldn't surprise me oh. if, if Philly pulled if Philly pulled that upset against Speaking San of, Francisco. Let me ask this question right now.
1: By any chance, will tomorrow's night tomorrow's game? be any of your three picks? No. Okay, so we're gonna have to worry about that. That's a no for me as well, Dow. Alrighty, so what we're gonna do now, we're gonna break over to our boy Brandon, and he was going to read us his Carolina and, wait, and Jets
3: recap. Ooh, Arizona Tessie? Save that Arizona-Tennessee for the last one. Well, listen, we, we're going to gonna keep... Listen, I like what you're doing here. We're, we're gonna I We're, we're, we're going to bro- love how he brought that one up, because yeah. I definitely got some shit to say. It had nothing to do with the game. It had something to do with the coach. Listen, we're going to break to you... Oh, yeah. We're, we're, we're going to break to you for, for... See, Br- Br- Brandon, strike two on earning your full name being said on here.
1: I just admitted you, Brandon. Whenever you ready to go. Carolina Jets. Carolina and Jets.
4: All right, I got it. a revenge game for San Auto playing against his former team, the New York Jets, as he proved that no matter what his religious beliefs, he's more man than Zach Wilson, and told him to take a seat if he can find one.
1: Bars. <laughs> he dropped him He dropping him. He dropping him. Now, I know. I I, I think I picked the Giant, the Jets to win this. I put the Giants I put the Jets to the, the Giants to win this. Take a seat. We we were we, at you. Listen, listen. We 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 we're gonna, we're gonna come back to this because we're gonna finish up with the Giants. As soon as we finish up with the Giants, we're gonna have you give us your Giants recap as well. I like this.
3: He he no no no. He ha, he had KC, but he got a Casey Giants T- one too though. He had a Giants one too. He got one for all of them. I'm just saying. He, of the th- he put three games up there. We got to those two. We got to
1: these two. Those two
4: just, just have to be on the same page. But I I can go whatever order you want
1: me to go. Yeah. See. He's a professional. We got this. We
2: got
3: this. <laughs> um, don't let don't let him boss you into talking about the Giants if you don't want to. That's a that's a waste of a take. But not I'm not gonna. I don't know if I can pick the Giants. It's gonna be hard. For me. I'm gonna be very hard pressed to pick the Giants
1: again this season. And oh, that's one. I, I just remember one of the things I wanted to talk about. We talked about all these weapons that that, that he has. And for for people that don't realize it, it's the same thing that happened for. Not Josh Allen. Who... I'm trying to think of the young quarterback that just literally got a whole bunch of weapons. And it was like... Murray? And it was like, nah, you need to prove this and see if you're any good. God damn it. But... Jalen? Hurts? No, they did it like a year or two ago. I think they did it last year. It was to evaluate... Oh, no, okay. I know exactly who it is. No, no, no. Okay, I know exactly who it is. Okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. I'm back. They're basically doing to, to to Daniel Jones what they oh, did Baker to Dak. Baker
3: Mayfield, huh?
1: Baker Mayfield for one. Well, Baker Mayfield, but also Dak Prescott. Like, you know what? We need to evaluate if we're going to pay you. So we're going to. Here goes your weapons. Here goes this. Here, here goes here goes the stuff that you that that you supposedly need, and we're going to evaluate you and go get it done. Because it's like you said about hey, if, if they don't if if they don't win this year, that a bunch of people are going. Daniel Jones is one of them. Like. This is his evaluation year. Get him out of there. That, and, and that's what I tell you, it's really weird because if they get rid of the GM, that head coach's job is going to be if
3: up it, for grabs. He's going to give it him won't a. Be, a if, it's, it, like he, it's like he's going Then he'll have one year to prove himself. Yes, I said, like they that's may give him a deep. year
1: or two of grace period and then he's out the door.
3: Because feel, they, feel, they're going to want their I, guy. But, but however, I feel like rushing him out the door would be a big mistake. But you know who's probably going to go out that door first, though? Dallas is trash. Oh, he, he didn't need to... Go. Listen, He, he he's, clo- he's close to Adam Gay's territory. With his anemic-ass offense. Goddamn, basic-ass offense. Pass, pass, run, or run,
1: run, pass. Whatever the fuck it's, it is. It's so predictable. Ooh, I'm sorry. I, we, we happen to miss a couple of people. Oh, you know what? We're losing callers because we just passed our two-hour mark. And... We need to go ahead and reset the... I'm glad I looked up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that two hour...
1: Yeah, like, they switched it back to two hours. Like, they, they had... I Like, they had put it to three, but... I, I remember it was always three for a while. And then it went to two, and they changed it down to two for some odd reason. And, that, that like, everybody complained, and, I, and then they went back to three. And I thought that, okay, that they heard what the people were saying, and they were like, okay... Let's get this back up to three hours because it's just fucking with too many people. But no, like <clears throat> that's not the case. They moved it back down to two, and it's kind of been and it's kind of been right at the two mark for a while now. So, so yeah, for Giants fans and and I, and I think most of them know this. Yeah, there's going to be a massive turnover in the giants organization if they have another anemic year and they've been anemic for a while for crazy as it is for as bad as cleveland and for as bad as the jets have been over the last 5 years the giants have been worse and that glow key goes unnoticed sometimes because they get the they they, they get the historical benefit of the doubt they're used to being a good franchise that's being ran well and stuff like that. So when they do stuff that that that, are, that or when they have problems, it always seems like they can overcome it versus not overcome it. But when the Jets are looking for a quarterback or the or the Browns are looking for a quarterback for a decade, they're dysfunctional. What do you call looking for an offensive line for a decade that dysfunctional. That, that, that that forces your your hall of that could that that your hall of fame quarterback to retire early?
4: Mm.
3: What do you call that? But I wonder, they, but, I wonder how many interceptions Eli Manning would have thrown in his career if he had a real offensive line. You know what I mean? But they get historical franchise benefit of the doubt.
1: So when they, they so their fuck ups get brushed over with with, with with fucking glitter. You know what I mean? But everything the fuck, but every time the Jets fucking stumble a little bit, here's you know what time, I mean? Like they, they get they get fucking you know rotten what, tomatoes thrown at them.
3: You know what? Here's here's one time where I will briefly, momentarily show the Cowboys love. Not love, necessarily, but in a way... That, that you, you, you're
1: going to the, recognize them for something right now. Basically,
3: basically,
2: <laughs> Let's leave because, it at Yeah, love and the Cowboys...
1: Yeah.
3: They, they you, you, gonna, you're you're about to
1: recognize that'll the point. Cowboys for some shit.
3: So, we can arguably say that for the vast majority of the past, outside of those two Super Bowls, Giants have been... Just about as mediocre, if not slightly less, than the Cowboys have. Yeah. The, the problem is, they haven't been dragged for it. The Cowboys get dragged for it. And they want to and but they happen to win two in there. And, and like they, I said, they win they win they get, two, but you get you get so caught up in those two, you haven't been paying like, understand now. That last Super Bowl was ten years ago now. Yeah. Ten years ago. Jets And what's your, been, and your what, last and what's major playoff going? run? Same thing. And what's been going on since then? Just, just mess, just mess, 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 mess. You had one winning season, and that was just you going eleven and five. And it's not like you were crazy dynamic or nothing like that. At least, at least those motherfuckers in Dallas had, I believe, three years where they won twelve or more games yeah. since that time. Mm-hmm. But because like you know, but like you know. They get dragged for for their epic fall, but at least they've had moments where they've had a dominant offensive line. They've had moments where they're getting high quality (laughs) quarterback play. They have moments where they have a league leading Russia. They have moments of a pretty good defense. You want to hear where's that coming from? The Giants. Where where is it over there? Where's the good quarterback play? Where's the leading Russia? Where's the dominant offensive line? Where's the decent defense? It's like these things come maybe once a year, like like for one year, or they come in spots throughout these years for the Giants, but they never all come in at once.
1: You know, it's crazy. They They really are separated almost by like, Two of the same hairs. Because they've both been... Because like I said, this division has both, basically both been mediocre, right? For a while. Man. It's just that... Just think about it. Even the two times that the Dallas Cowboys made it to the playoffs... They had a much better record than the two times that the Giants had made it to the playoffs. The difference is... The two times that the that the, that the, that the that the Cowboys made it to the playoffs... They lost in the first round. They fell on their face. The two times the Giants go to the playoffs... They catch hot fire like Dylon, 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 and wrap their way all the way to a championship. And that literally is the difference. That when they got there, they took care of business. Like, but also they took care of business with a shitty record. Cowboys, you went in there with a good record, you know, and expectations, and you flat fat on your face. When the Giants made it there, there was no expectation. They
3: had a shitty record. They thought they should lose.
1: They went in there as underdogs.
3: Or if you let Cowboy fans tell that they were robbed of a catch that wasn't a catch. Well, that, that happened too, but listen, that's,
1: I mean, listen, tell that to, like, listen, tell that story to Drew Brees. Mm. Mm. Like, I'm sorry. Mm. Like, I know what you're saying here. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I and, and, and I fully understand and I kind of sympathize for you. I don't, no. No, no sympath, me. Kind of sympathize for you, but like I said, tell that shit to Drew Brees. Like Drew Brace had that shit happen to him on two back to back a second Like no no How frustrating is this? No 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 no
2: no no The
3: kind of sympathy No I because this is one thing that I've always wanted to drag Cowboy fans for in terms of that particular game. Okay, you get your touchdown, right? and say you may get the two point conversion or not because you were down five when you were about to score. When you about to quote unquote score. Dog, run back and watch those highlights. When that play happened, there were three minutes and 26 seconds left in that game. And if you recall, the Green Bay Packers went into halftime with only six points. So for them to have the lead at that point, you know what happened? That means that quarterback, 12, caught fire, which is exactly what happened on a bum leg, caught fire and was slinging that rock all over. You mean to tell me he wasn't going to go back down the field on that defense and score? With three and a half minutes left? At the crib? In the frozen tundra? And then if the Cowboys' defense was that legit and could have stopped him, when they gave the ball back to Green Bay, there were two third downs at the Packers. Like the, the Cowboys never saw the ball again When those three and a half minutes left. You know why? Because the Packers converted three third downs to kill the game. So, if ball don't lie, if you really were supposed to win that game, you had three third downs to stop those niggas on that last drive, and you didn't do it. So, all that sympathy and all that we shoulda this, we shoulda that. That's dead. Cause you still had plenty of time to win that game, regardless. And even if that was a touchdown, who's to say it clearly you clearly weren't gonna stop him if you let somebody get three third downs to close the game out the 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 when they get the ball back. That's for Drew Brees. Yo Mm-mm. Mm mm. I, 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 put, I put you in position to win. I get you the game-winning field goal. Defense—they got to go the whole field to just get in the range. Nothing should happen. Nothing crazy should happen. No, but also, okay. Oh, Diggs. Okay, he caught it. All right. He just make the tackle. He missed the tackle. Oh no! He just let him score. What the fuck? <laughs> I gave them back the ball in 23 seconds. How does that happen? Minnesota Miracle but the next the next year mm, I, like I said the the way these re- I, the if, if that look if that's not PI sign, I don't I don't need to see, is, I don't I'm, I don't need to see that flag thrown for pass interference ever since that How frustrating is this though
1: that you get a pass there's a pass interference call that isn't called it's so blatant that the really? NFL makes a rule change for you so then it happens again it. the very next year and you don't even get the call then because referees don't want to ever be wrong, so they always so they never overturn their calls that they make. Oh, oh,
2: oh. And the, and which goes
1: to it, again what I keep trying to give you guys as a selling point for reef um for for, ref, for reviews. And it will give them an out. But there's no way you tell me that you review something for five minutes and you
3: get every angle, you don't see you don't see your mistake. Like, yo, we shouldn't be able to see that one or two times from our television screen. But if screens. you're only watching it for 35 seconds, then with their time allotted, Jeez. you did not... Uh, listen. It doesn't even take us that long. But be, you and me can sit right I here and watch, a, and watch a replay right here that they show us. And boom, we see the issue right there. I know. So it makes no sense that they need two minutes, three minutes, any of that. None of that.
1: But like any I said, that. I'm going to make a little garbage. separate skit. For my take on this, because I'm not giving that shit away for free again. <laughs> I'm gonna put that shit on like my, my 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 fans only or my Patron page or some shit. Yeah, fans only. This fucking
4: guy.
1: <laughs> Sorry, no, it's only fans, right? It's something like I don't know which I don't know what order it is, but for for you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfuckers. All right, so that's so that's our wrap up on Denver and Giants. Actually, you know what? Let's go ahead and we're you gonna. Wait, listen, we're going to hold, go ahead and swing it over to Brandon, and he's going to go ahead and give us our Giants and, and our, our
3: Giants in Denver and go ahead and wrap that up for us. And then I need that KC Cleveland song. Brandon? The Denver the Denver
4: Broncos galloped into New York, and Teddy Bridge over troubled waters played well on the one side, while Daniel Lick Jones on the New York Giants' backfield said, lay me down, lay me down, as Bond Miller sacked him twice. Damn, Daniel, back at it
1: again on the seat of. I like that. Even though we look like we was having a little bit of connect um, connectivity issue, I did get the majority. of it. Yo, I loved everybody. It
3: was yo, the, it yo, was the Denver Broncos Gallop to yeah. New York because <laughs> it's like yo, What the fuck over the over, the steady, like, bridge, over like, the steady Bridgewater, over the Steady Teddy Bridgewater,
1: Steady Steady Teddy. <laughs> But yo, also we didn't even talk about like you know we are so he, homers. So, exactly. We didn't we, we didn't, even, didn't talk even talk about because normally we will talk about Teddy Bridgewater. How Teddy Bridgewater just keeps being a professional. How every chance that he gets,
3: he goes out there. Him he, and Tyrod Taylor. Because we won't talk we won't talk yes. about the text as much. Yes, but he did. He Tyrod did, Taylor as well too. He did the damn thing too. Tyrod Ward. Taylor. Because based off what's
1: going on in Houston and all that bullshit, he came in there and was like you know I'm just gonna sit in here. I'm just gonna go to work. Like, fuck all the dumb shit. I'm in here to work. Like, no, I'm not letting you give me any shots.
0: <laughs> yeah, fuck like, out of here. I'm
1: never taking fuck shots from another team doctor again in my life. I'm bringing in my cousin, and she will give me all shots that I need. Just tell her where to put it. She's not even in medical school. Show her the diaphragm. She's really... She has a photogenic memory, and she's really good at... At what's that game? The um, uh, operation. <laughs> <laughs> like fuck that <laughs> oh man he said Teddy's a cover machine he's like 36 and 11 against the spread in his career that's something good to know we're gonna say that again Teddy Bridgewater is a thank, thank you okay you know what fuck you know what <laughs> fuck you thank you sweet Brandon <laughs> that's how you earn strikes, people (laughs) Teddy Bridgewater is a cover machine he's like 36 and 11 against the spread in his career that is a nice little nugget to have
3: who do the Broncos play this week oh they play the Jaguars I'm gonna add that on my ticket (laughs)
1: <laughs> you gotta look into that one. You gotta do some. You gotta do some. Per, some. Some personal deep research.
3: That's all the research I need. Thirty six and eleven against the spread. The bum ass Jaguars.
1: Oh, the Jaguars. The
3: Jaguars. Sorry. You
1: know what? When you said the Jaguars, I was still thinking. I was still thinking Jalen Ramsey, for some reason.
3: Yeah, those days are long gone. Leonard <laughs> Fort Leonard Fournette. Fournette Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> Who else? Calais Campbell are not walking through them doors to save them Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, since we all kind of homers, right, let's bring it
1: down to where we're currently located. And that's down here in South Florida, folks, where the Miami Dolphins took on the New England Patriots. Now, the the Miami Dolphins got lucky and Fuck what you heard like that's how I'm, that's how I'm interpreting it <laughs> sorry he's 36 13 and one you hey you said he's like 36 and 11 that sounds like 36 and 11 to me that because like means approximate for anybody that may have read that wrong <laughs> so that still that, that sounds about right though 36 Shit, 13 is- and
3: still take that to the bank
1: hey that's that's over his last 50 games 36 of them he 36 at a time he covers mm that means that's, like that means percentage. that means he he covers 72% of the time. Basically, boom. Mm. Mm. And like, I mean, I mean, I mean listen, those, those are good numbers. Those, <laughs> against the Jaguars? Yeah, those are good numbers. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I listen, I'll take those odds. I forgot what bet I said I was going to do. Like, I completely forgot. I didn't write oh, it I'm down. Oh, I'm already
3: ready to go. I'm already ready. You you remember what bet I said I was going to do the other day? No, no. On not the podcast? Shit. Was it an actual game or something for the season?
1: I don't know. I can't
0: remember. Oh, Oh,
1: no, no. You said, was it the season? You said it was like 400 to 1 odds
3: or some shit like that on some shit. Oh, for Philly winning the NFC East. That was the only thing I told you. Okay, there we go. Yeah, Philly winning the NFC East. $4,000 coming my way once Philly comes through. Yo, can I tell you, I picked up two blocks today, B? I've been on the road since 4 o'clock this morning like,
1: well, woke up like 3 o'clock, was on the room blocks at 4, came home, like, come home because I was done at like 8 something, right, No, I went to my doctor real quick, gave some blood, right, came home, ate something, put some, you know, like, I eat some oatmeal cookies and shit like that, Mm. I was back on the road like 11, (laughs) did another Mm. 5 hour block, (laughs) and then came home, I took, took a quick half an hour nap and then did the podcast, and then started getting ready for the podcast. And I was more on time fact, <laughs> like this time. Like, it was like 10 minutes late this, um, today. <laughs> I was like, that's actually about average. <clears throat> oh, listen. My Pats Dolphin recap is straight fire. And I said and I am ready for that straight. Listen, what we do down here, we we have that, we, we have shit that's in fuego, and I'm ready for it all. I'm ready for I'm, we, listen. I, I I'm not a fan of, of their basketball team, but I'm ready for you to bring that heat. Okay? So Miami New England. I'm gonna straight up and say that the Miami Dolphins got lucky. But I had somebody tell me that the Miami Dolphins have a top five defense. And he wasn't surprised that they won this game. Now, this guy was a big Miami Dolphins fan. So, that's the reason why I at least still wrote it down. And he was like, he, he been drinking. So, after they, after he was all emotional. And after they won the game, like, I, like I, I was over here doing the digital shit for the weeks, right? In my phone, right? Creating all that shit. <laughs> and next thing you know, he's over here at me. He comes over here, like, like for wherever he's at, like, Talk about that in your podcast. I'm like, what? He's like, Miami Dolphins, top five defense. And it's not even me that said it. I'm like, okay. Like, I mean, I'll take note. Dolphins fan says that they have a top five defense. I'm like, but why are you all aggressive? Calm the fuck down. They, they definitely have a top
0: five
3: defense. Top five. Worthy type of defense. They play. They played very, very well. They did Mac Jones. <laughs> Mac Jones. If that running back didn't fumble the ball though, <laughs> I don't know about that. Tua. But listen, both. I mean, both teams looked. I. Right. I mean, I
1: can't say Tua looked be- any better than Mac Jones to me.
3: Oh no, Mac Jones was impressive. Are you serious?
1: Matt Jones yeah.
3: Yeah. Tua did not look nowhere near impressive as impressive as Mac Jones. Nowhere near. Mac Jones threw, th- threw the ball 39 times and only missed ten passes. And some of those were drops. Excuse <coughs> me. For for, for a rookie for a rookie to come out and miss only ten passes their very first game? Mm mm. Oh no. Oh no, it's, listen, it's only a matter of time, and I hate to say this, especially as a Steelers fan, it's only a matter of time before them, before, just like my man Brandon said, galloping into New York. It's only a matter of time before those, before those damn Patriots are are galloping with their fucking shotguns, carrying on for the next dynasty. Hopefully, Mr. Mahomes has something to say about that. Listen, God forbid that. I don't need another 20 years of that. Listen, hopefully the quarterback in New York has something to say about that shit. And, and also,
1: hopefully the one in Buffalo has something to say about that shit. Like, don't let that motherfucker just come in there and trot all over your hard work. Don't let them film your shit this time. Like, know what happened. Learn from the past so you don't repeat your future. Or some shit like that. The early bird gets work.
3: See one thing that's annoying about that shit, right? Instead of fucking all, all, all these bitch ass niggas did was snitch. All, that's all, all they can all, do. All they, all they did was snitch. How about change your fucking game plan? You tell you telling me as an NFL franchise, that's the only game plan you go into a game with. Well, especially when it comes to, a, to well, you don't know that they know your game. shit until it's it until afterwards. Matter. Be prepared. You telling me you go into a game with this one thing set, and if it don't work, then fuck it. We just gonna keep banging our heads until it works. No, if you're a competent NFL team, you don't fucking do that. So some of these punk-ass teams that snitched probably just weren't competent NFL teams. Because any competent NFL team has multiple ways that they can whoop your ass. That's facts.
1: That says we've been successful in raising KJ's blood pressure. Let's go ahead and, and wrap up New England. We're going to, sweet, we go, to um, go ahead and swing that back over to our boy Sweet Brandon.
3: Go ahead. Damn, I love when I make a good point where he has nothing to say and just has to change the subject.
1: I love it. It's neither, so it sound it was neither or like you made it like you you said what you had to say and we just moved on. Would you want to argue about everything? What the fuck? <laughs> uh, excuse me, excuse
3: me. You're interrupting Sweet Brandon's time. Just like you said, you wanted to pass it to Brandon.
1: Oh, my bad. Let's let's go ahead and, and get that over to him. To
4: Gillette Stadium, where the Patriots came within a close shade of restarting the dynasty against the Dolphins. Matt Jones, owns who? Matt Matt Jones, who Matt Matt Jones almost brought the pass back late in the fourth quarter, but it was too a little, too a late. Dolphins win, seventeen sixty.
3: Because somebody put the church's money on the ground on Sunday.
1: <sighs> Listen, somebody is going to have some drills coming up this week about Shit, ball protection. Somebody
3: might not play. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> but but during the week, they're going to have a lot of drills about ball protection. Damien Harris. What was that movie? Damien uh, Harris. I know your name, nigga. Nah. I know you play that Bama, nigga. Nah, what, you what, might not see a second this week. Listen, he put up 100 yards, though, didn't he? He did his thing. But you know how Belichick is about that fumble? Yeah. You, you, you fumble the ball? Yeah. B. I've seen that nigga put... What my, movie was that? I've seen that nigga put high caliber starting was running backs on the bench because they fumbled the ball in a hyper. what's it called that fucking game years ago against Peyton Manning where the Broncos were up 24 and a half fucking Steven Ridley who was their starting running back he fumbled early first quarter and the Broncos picked it up scored a touchdown that motherfucker didn't see another snap the rest of the game Belichick don't play about that fumbling shit he fumbled the ball that's your ass.
1: Word, too. Oh, buddy, so... That's true. That's 100% true. I, you know, it, it reminds me of the movie The Program, where that dude had the fumbling issue, and he had him carrying the ball the whole time. It's, like I said, somebody's going to be going to do
3: some ball protection drills. Was that The Program? What's it called? I know Tiki Barber was doing that. Yeah? Everywhere. Tiki Barber? Adrian Peterson, even though that shit didn't fucking work, cause he every now and then would still fumble. Listen, still... you're not you never you're never gonna be
1: fumble free. Like, they does a does a does a quarterback of that caliber ever go a season without fumble?
3: The one motherfucker who always blew me with how he rarely fumbled the ball, with how loose he would carry the ball. Shady McCoy. Hmm,
1: that's right. Cause that, he, he nigga, had a little, he had a little wing. Yeah, he had some wing. He had that nigga, ring, nigga would, that nigga to would him. be holding the ball as if we playing. Pick up football, played, like, like, like like Lamar. He hold it like he ran like Lamar Jackson.
3: <laughs> I've be watching the highlights. Just watching that ball, I'm like yo. he would yo. he would wing in one hand. That motherfucker. I think the I think the only person that really had in front was Peanut because I'm like yo, I you running that ball like you don't play against the Chicago Bears or or Carolina Panthers enough because if you saw Peanut because if Peanut Tillman was on that defense saw how you carry this damn ball. Pop, <laughs> we'll punch the motherfucker right out,
0: <clears throat> straight
1: up. So let's 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 go ahead and, and move on to the. See, you're talking about Peanut Tillman, right? I don't know. I don't know how I'm gonna transition to Peanut Tillman
3: from this, right? <laughs> you like something else. I said the transition to, but um.
1: Uh, Let's go to the let's get to the well could talk about how Well talking about Shady but since you mentioned Shady McCoy, right? Let's go in and talk about the last team in New York. That 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 let their city down. All Right? It was a shady, shady day in Buffalo. Listen, like I said, it was it was a it was a cold Sunday in Gotham period. Regardless if you rooted for the Jets, the Giants or the Bills. Like it was just rough for you. Like Like that the fact that everybody I'm talking about Every single person lost. You have failed this city. And Buffalo, a team, another team that most people thought was gonna win this game. I mean, except for Pittsburgh fans, right? But most people thought like like Buffalo, Buffalo was gonna continue whatever momentum that they had from last year, and they'll come in here and they'll win this game. And Pittsburgh would also continue the momentum that they lost from last year, and they would end up losing this game. But, because of, I think because of those two expectations coming in for both teams, led to the mentality of how both of these teams came into this game. Buffalo came into this game a little too cool for school. hmm as if every play, as, as of every as if as, as if you could to win the game on the first play as if you could win the game on one play any on every down like they really came a little too, too cool with school and Pittsburgh came into this game like you know what we're the underdogs We were humbled last year we need to be a little bit hungry we need we need to tighten thing up let me get a, this i'm am I'm ai I'm am I'm one more year back um removed from my surgery i'm a little more looser i i I, can, I understand how my new body feels a little bit now after the whole entire season you know what i mean we we you know what I mean? we we still got, we still got a good old line good defense Still you know what i mean we still got juju and others you know you know what i mean like like we we're, like we're still social media at, at a high rate We you still got good followers, you know what I mean, the, 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 the steel curtain is still there, you know what I mean, like like in the Spanish community, they're still over here to my blacky yellow, blacky yellow, blacky yellow, blacky yellow, you understand, like all that shit is still popping, be like, 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 and they came in there, and they punched them in the fucking face, and you know what Mike Tyson says, everybody got a plan until you get punched in the face, and, and they don't look like they were buffalo soldiers this time around, they just look like dead buffalo
3: wings. I'd have something to say about this game, but unfortunately people have said my Pittsburgh Steelers are gonna sink this year, so I have nothing to say. So my, my Steelers suck. So. But if you're Buffalo,
1: this is a good game to recap, to, 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 to bounce back from.
3: God forbid come mid to late January. Steelers in the, in the AFC championship game. God forbid that for but, everybody.
1: But you know what, though? Buffalo and Pittsburgh, they'll probably end up seeing each other in the playoffs again. Like, if if Buffalo takes this game the way that they're supposed to, and be like, you know what? We were feeling ourselves a little bit.
3: Listen, Sunday for Buffalo is going to tell me everything I need to know about them. Oh,
1: yeah. Because they, they, they need to come here and walk over Miami.
3: Stomp them. Like completely walk. We're talking about we're talking about straight sushi. Listen, serve dude, that shit up cold. My my issue right now, B, is right now I'm not believing it. I'm believe, I'm I'm believing upset. So far, it's not gonna be one of my three picks. That's <laughs> a damn sure. And and I'm not gonna have the confidence to actually put. I'm I'm just gonna stay away from that game on my ticket. But based off what I saw on Sunday, I'm like Miami did that in terms of defensively in New England. A place that they notoriously struggle. And they got that dub? Who the fuck says they can't come back here to the crib in the humidity and not murk these niggas? Hmm. It's either going to be one or two things. It's going to be a low-scoring, defensive struggle. I, in a way, I want it to be a shootout. Because... It'll tell me a lot about Mr. Tua about Valoa. Cause I need, I need to see. Is that who is that who, who you trying to grade right now? B. Everybody's under evaluation. Everybody. Shoot. After the way Alan played too, he's under evaluation. Like nigga. See, it's a. See, here's the shit now. It's cool when you when you playing with house money. Yup. When nobody sees you coming. When no one sees you coming. Now, now, now B, people get up to play you. Get all, not only all the way up, bro. People ha- have them right under Kansas City in terms of Super Bowl contenders and in, in the AFC. So when they play right you, they they are trying Cleveland. to test themselves against who they consider the, some some of the best. Okay. So, so, na- sorry, so now, so I hope so, they, I hope so, they so won't now, with, this so now with, they, with all that mentality, you're gonna come down to play your division opponent who. Let them tell it they feel like they have just the amount of, of a shot, just as much as they do, to win that division. You think you're just going to waltz up in there and take that shit just because you're the Buffalo Bills of last year? Oh, no, yeah, because, listen, Miami think they could win this division. Actually, New England Ev- thinks they
1: can win this every division. Every team thinks they can win this division. Just believe this shit, too. Ain't that, you know? ain't that far
3: conclusion you're a Giants fan. You need to let that shit go. Listen, I just I'm just telling you what I hear. You need to let that shit go. I'm just telling you, you what I there's, hear. Because there's there's no way. That is something that I could put my next work paycheck on. <laughs> the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> this the Jets did they got a chance? <laughs>
1: They're not bowing down this year. They think they have a chance. Listen,
3: if the New York Jets win this division, I don't want to hear nobody... Lewis, I don't want to hear shit from you about your Buffalo Bills. (laughs) Dolphin fans, don't tell me nothing about the mighty Miami Dolphins. Fuck out of here. Bill, you might as well retire because that shit is dead in New England if you let these New York Jets Win this division I'm sorry I fuck with Wilson the rookie Quarterback But Not yet Not yet Not yet Mm-mm. The other three Are two It's a shame A huge shame On another three The biggest shame On the Buffalo Bills If the New York Jets Win this division
2: Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
1: Mm-mm. So Let's go ahead.
3: No, no, no. Wait, we ain't done with we, we ain't done with Buffalo and Pittsburgh. what are we? I said they expect my team to be garbage. I have nothing to say. But Eric, t- but my team
0: sucks. So, <laughs>
3: <laughs> listen. I tell you, be prepared. You getting that from me all year, win or lose. Win or lose. Though. That
1: doesn't help the analysis of your team,
3: Hey, man. Hey. A, 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 like I said, because no, 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 I'm doing that because everybody knows Apparently, knows my team. Everybody knows my team. Everybody knows my Steelers. Everybody, you know, everybody got their opinion. Talk. To- oh, oh, man, Ben, he's trash. He's washed. Oh man, they got nothing over there. Oh man, them, them niggas about to be lottery, pit, lottery team. Shit like <laughs> Like okay, <laughs> well listen. Oh, all, all I've done. I wish I could show you some of the notes. Like I'm like okay. Oh, you said something. Okay, got it on my notes right here. Oh, listen, you well, said this on this. I don't day see these people time. on the podcast. You said this so on this day, listen. This time. You said this. This. I'm year. not studying them. You said this there. Oh, don't get it twisted. You you and Mark have had your moments too. Don't get it twisted. Don't you don't you dare get it twisted on me. Don't worry. You you and Mark have had your moments too. Especially that light skinned
1: motherfucker.
3: <laughs> Don't worry,
1: I got his ass. Listen, you're still in a tough division. Are we gonna see? How, and, and but you know what though? Based of how things went, it makes it real interesting to see how things are gonna play out. And I'm and I'm super and, and I'm super excited to like to watch this division, like come together and watch them beat up on each other, but also like watch them play the other teams. I it's, it's, uh, watch them fight for that top
3: spot. It's gonna be it's gonna be f- interesting. Yeah, but no need to pay attention to the black and gold people. But, they they're sorry, they're garbage. But like I said, Don't waste we, your time. But like with even with Buffalo, what
1: I was trying to say is that this is the game that you that that they that you hope that if you're a fan of them, right, that they use to get their shit together and realize this isn't just gonna be a cakewalk. This isn't gonna be super easy. Like I'm, we're just gonna come in here and expect to win. Like, like we understand. Like, even though Pittsburgh, you know, is a is a playoff contender, that we need to take um, teams seriously because now, te- like we said, teams are coming in here and they're and they're turning up to play us. We are now a good team that people are going
3: to test themselves You're against not sneaking to on see nobody. to see where they're at. You're not sneaking on nobody. There's a difference between the motherfuckers who stay up there for a good minute. There's a reason why. It's not just show up for one year and we fall off and then we back on. Like no, Kansas, and Kansas City. Be,
1: and remember, Buffalo needs to be careful. Remember, the NFL has what? Like, they get six new
3: teams every playoffs. Mm. Don't become one of them six. Kansas. All in, all in all, is Kansas City is with the type of run that they've been on. You would think this would be a year they fall. Nope. 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 So they hop, I'm, I'm They hop me. right back on. And rip, and rip Cleveland's heart right out. I'm going to sneak a couple of them in here, right? So we're basically wrapped
1: up with Buffalo-Pittsburgh here. We're going to have our boy Sweet Brandon go ahead and give us his his take real quick.
4: To Western New York, where even with his new contract, Josh Allen couldn't pay the bills as Big Ben oh. Pittsburgh's defense
1: steals one on the road Twenty three sixteen. Also, give me sweet sis- Brandon. That's that shit right there. <laughs> I ain't done with you, sweet Brandon. That's
4: gas.
3: I ain't seen what done with you, Jack. no. Also, g- g- give me the KC Cleveland drop while he finds one. Give me that one. No, no. Uh, I know you had it. Give me that one. Give me that one real quick. Let me get the KC Cleveland. Let me get that one. I'm gonna have him do
1: them all eventually. But but I wanted to, I wanted to stick with, with wait KC and Cleveland. There wasn't a, there was an upset there. You know what I mean? I give wanted me to sti- KC Cleveland. Brandon. Give me the Minnesota Cincinnati. Give
3: me. He gave that already. Give me the KC Cleveland. That was the Kirk Cousin. No, no, line. I mean, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Arizona, Tennessee. I already asked for mine. I already
2: requested it. I already requested it. I already
1: requested it. I already requested that shit. He's confused. <laughs> right. Go ahead, Br- uh, so go ahead and give him the. Because I'm gonna have listen. Is I- I'm gonna have him do them all. I am gonna have him do them all. I like what he's doing there. But I, but, I, but I had a little theme because I was talking about teams that got surprisingly punched in the mouth and got a reality check. And after he did the Buffalo mm. one, I wanted the Tennessee one. Mm. Arizona and Tennessee. So if you don't mind,
3: but, but, but the I can't see Cleveland. It's just the line, and then we go into that one and then we talk about it. Because that game, okay, I don't got nothing to say about that game as much. It's really that, no, that, no, no, that's what's that like. coach. It's that coach that, that I need to have a conversation about.
1: You're confusing him again. Go ahead and drop Cleveland.
3: B, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Whenever you're ready with that Cleveland-Kansas City one. All right,
4: Arrowhead field, a clash of two Super Bowl contenders, as Cleveland almost shocked the world against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. But case he turned on in the fourth quarter, and the Browns defense lived up to their name by standing their mattresses after they should the band. Chiefs 33, Browns
3: <laughs> That's literally the game! <laughs> At the end, the Cleveland gonna do Cleveland gonna do Cleveland shit, and KC does KC shit. It's beautiful the way that game played out. And what do you
1: have for the Tennessee Titans that managed to get humbled as well?
4: To the Volunteers deep, Tennessee looked like they were donating their time getting crushed by Arizona. In his pregame speech, Kyler Sunshine Murray told his team to remember the Titans aren't very good. Hayden is <laughs> off the defense. Arizona thirty-eight, Indianapolis
3: thirteen. V, you didn't catch the first thing, the first thing, because you don't pay attention to college football like that. To the Volunteers team, Tennessee, Tennessee Volunteers. Volunteer. No, no, no.
2: I,
1: I, Yo. <laughs> oh my God. Listen, man, I Brandon, you gotta come on every weekend. weekend. Oh no, this shit.
4: So. The volunteer state, Tennessee local. I, don't know. I uh, Listen, donating your time, getting crushed. Getting
1: oh man, crushed. sweet Brandon, I love what you did there. If you do this all the time,
4: this is the first time I tried it. I, I got uh, this is gas. A- this is co- fire. I did a couple off the dome the other night when I was talking to you, and I mm-hmm. just
3: figured I would do it every
1: day. Well, I'm gonna let you know, Brandon.
3: If you do these, we need this every. I week.
1: guarantee you, you'll have a spot on my podcast every single. Every week,
3: week. every week. Every week, just to let you
1: know, so anytime you do this, you're you're more than welcome. These are (laughs) bars. These are uh, light bars. So let's 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 get into the last game that we kind of paid attention to, and now and this is Baltimore, Las Vegas. Did we? Did we? Did we? we, Oh no, we already broke down this game. Baltimore,
3: yeah, we talked about that shit. We make we met um Arizona, Tennessee. You wanted to go into
1: Arizona, Tennessee. I just have
3: something to say about the coach. Go ahead. Get, get, get into actually,
1: the coach. And I actually have to shake.
3: Because early morning. Actually, it's work. almost. Yeah.
1: It's almost time to end the
3: podcast. Well, we've got about yeah. like 18 minutes left. so we gonna... I, I don't even have 18. Right. But anyway. The Arizona, Tennessee game, for one, shocked me. But then when I thought about it, in terms of how it ended, in terms of Tennessee with the COVID, the COVID hit them hard again. That's one thing. Arizona, they, they didn't get hit with it at all. Then, before that, you got players who didn't really practice like that. The veterans taking, you know, which is, like, I guess normal. But, in a way, it, it obviously, it fucked them. It fucked them heavy. You just didn't expect them to get bitch slapped like that. My issue right now with them, and I didn't, this wasn't brought to my attention until, like, yesterday. I'm like... Mike Vrabel opening his mouth about Julio in terms of a 15-yard penalty that Julio got for being an aggressive wide receiver blocking for his running back. Now granted, did that go past the whistle? Yes. But would you rather your receiver be blocking for your running back, trying to create running lanes and get something started because it went from a third and one to third and, six. and then the way he came at it, came at it about it was just like, it was an attack on Julio. It was an attack on Julio about oh, from third and one to third and sixteen. You just can't do that. That's just a prime example of someone doing dumb shit to hurt the team. And I was just like, oh, whoa, that that's that is not about a fifteen yard penalty. No, that what? is that is deeper than that. That is about
1: Julio Jones coming into Tennessee. And 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 not wanting to practice. Because Julio Jones never practiced in Atlanta. He had a he had a whole set of Julio rules. And when he came to Tennessee to a whole new team that doesn't know him, and he's trying to prove himself it, he wanted his Julio rules applied, and they're like You're wide receiver number two. You need to tell us what the fuck you are. Like, like we're not giving anybody this treatment. We need to practice. We need to get in shape. You need to learn this, you need to learn that. That's cool. That's respectable. And... I understand. This is not just a problem that the coach has. This is also a problem that... Is it Derrick Henry? One of their players spoke up about it, too. So, Either this is they, this is an internal issue that, that's, my, spil- that's spilled my, over, that's spilling over to the field. I don't
3: care about the player right now. I'm, fo- I'm laser-focused on Vrabel. Laser-focused. My issue with Vrabel... You attack Julio... As if he's the only one who caused any type of issues yesterday. Your running back didn't didn't have his best day. Your quarterback didn't have his best day. Hell, you had one offensive lineman who got his ass whooped. Let five sacks up alone. Let a safety come around and knock him on his ass. I didn't hear you say anything negative about him. But you attack Julio for one 15-yard penalty. I said it. But at the but 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 at the same time, be a day like that. You have no right to be attacking players. Because at the end of the day, you you know you know me and how I am with this. A coach who who, a head coach. What's your stamp?le You hear me say this all the time. All right, you're a defensive coach. I expect your defense to be good. Your offensive coach, your offensive coordinator that became a head coach. I expect your damn offense to be to be good. I've said this many times, so this is not new. Mm-hmm. So you want to be bad and giving all that attitude and stuff like that? Shut the fuck up and worry about why your defense let up 38 points and was in Kyler Murray was running zigzags around you all day. Worry about that before you want to come come at Julio Jones and establish Hall of First ballot Hall of Fame wide receiver for being aggressive on a on a running play to to create some type of running room for your running back. Like the get the fuck all the way out of here with that. I understand you might be frustrated, or whatever. But why not go have that conversation with him? That, go ha- go have that conversation with him. Instead of blasting him like that, you want to blast somebody? Blast your offensive line who who was letting up? who's letting Tannehill get fucking killed? They were they were worried about. That was they were crazy. worried. <laughs> they they they, they that were the crazy. The, they, were wor- <laughs> they were worried. They were and worried they got about. They were worried about. They were worried about Justin Fields. Or some of these other... R- 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 that was that was a crime. That was a crime. I saw literally a replay of the safety. Buddha Baker coming on a blitz. And knocking that offensive lineman on his ass. But we coming at Julio for, for being aggressive, blocking. Julio Julio's a naturally physical, aggressive player. With how he blocks, how he runs his routes, how he runs with the football, period. But you're gonna kill him for For when you already down 10-0 early in the game. Kill him if that if if that's if it's a close game and that costs you a shot to go win the game after that. You were already down 10-0 early in the game, and it ended up being 38 to 13. You got your ass whooped. Your your defense, your defensive coach. You let them thirty eight points on your home field. Figure that out, Mike Vrabel, motherfucker. Before you before we lose you,
1: let's see if we, if we could get really quick into tomorrow night's game. Cause we do have a Thursday night on um, football game going on. I know we. I'll still come back to you, sweet uh, sweet Brandon. Um, we have Giants versus Washington. I have a real simple question, right? In a weird way, is this an elimination game for them? And you'll have to kind of like know each each schedule to, to understand that. Absolutely After, it is. Like, like for the Giants, obviously gonna, you're going to be taking a loss in your division and then you play like Kansas City, the Rams and shit like that. So basically like your next three games for, for both of them, like I think Atlanta may be in the mix for one of them. But like, Five out of your next six games are against like super contending teams no that you can end up being five and or, or one and five
3: it's or, no do or die. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's, like it's it's no do or die. I mean, obviously it's a big game because it's a division game. So whoever wins obviously has a leg up, for one. But if you if you come out that game zero and two, the, with the way everything else gets set up in that division, it's not do or die. But what it's if? You, but what but, if you end one, up being but, one in six? But one. But one thing I will say, mainly for the Giants' perspective, hmm. <laughs> Daniel, we need we need to see better ball security. Offensive <laughs> offensive line. We need we need to see some better blocking, and not just pass protection. We need some running lanes for that for that Hall of Fame prospect of a running back. To yeah, do some damage, that too, because he can't get both. loose. He
1: can't get loose without without a good line. We need, we need both of them. Like in this is one of those games. It's gonna make me and then, like when. And then when damn, it comes,
3: Daniel's gonna make me want <clears throat> a Heineken. Hey, like Taylor Heineken. Listen, Ryan Fitzpatrick better be careful. That's what I'm saying. I saw I saw Heineken <laughs> do his thing in that playoff. Show game. some prospects. Yeah, oh so, well, yeah, well, like. And, and even when he came in that Somebody game... against Tampa even, Bay, right? Yeah. And even when he came in, came in that game cold the other day against the Chargers, he didn't look like he wasn't comfortable playing the rest of that game. Now he gets a week's worth of practice. Well, a short week's worth of practice to prepare for the Giants. And then after that, he's going to have a whole another 10 days. Because Fitzpatrick's out for, for, for at least the next six to eight weeks. Mm-hmm. So... After this, after this game, he's gonna have ten days to prepare for the next opponent, and just based off what I've seen from the kid, I'm, I'm kind of. Fitz, fit, I, I, Fitz, I, think I think Washington better, may win this game. Fitz, better be careful. And and one last note that I'ma say that Cam Newton of Washington talk dead it, dead it, uh, dead it, dead it. Let me tell you why, coach. No, not has River, nothing to River do. With, run. No, has nothing to do with the coach. Of course Because I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure The coach has considered that But when you have a coach Who's Battled his own COVID battle His own cancer battle And he's gonna bring in His old quarterback Who's oh, not vaccinated yeah. Damn, Who's not yeah. vaccinated Yep Forget it Forget it Cam is gonna be Cam Cam is not gonna be On the team this year This COVID thing Might be The big the, 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 the total demise As to why Mr. Newton
1: Doesn't get another job Back in the NFL mm. Damn
3: Damn, that's some, that's some heavy because shit because the first thing the first thing that's going to ha- be happening is so wait a minute he lost his job but mm-hmm. his former coach didn't even want to take him why should we take him
1: yeah but the risk i got you damn that's tough i didn't even think got about you. that shit i, got, B, I forgot B, about that for half a second
3: B, at the end of the day dog motherfuckers are not going to say it but it's the fact this, it's a this co- this covid whether you're vaccinated or not is going to play a role In terms of you getting a job, promotions, opportunities, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll be real. I personally didn't want to get vaccinated, but I literally only did it because, I mean, call it selfish if you want, but I'm not going to risk missing out on any opportunities or jobs or promotions or anything like that because of my vaccination status. I'm not not even trying to play that card.
1: Now, thank you for that. We're about to lose KJ, and you know what? Sweet Brandon, I hope you are ready. Sweet Brandon, go ahead, give us all of the picks that you have not done as of yet. Go ahead, if you don't mind, and take us home. On, wait, on the Blue Chew Get It In Hotline, folks, don't you forget that our Blue Chew promo code for this week is VLFH. That is V as in Victor, L is in Lima, F is in Foxtrot, H is in Hotel. Don't forget to ask Blue Chew. Just chew it and do it. Go ahead, take us home, sweet Brandon.
4: These are just all the ones I didn't hit yet because I uh, just didn't come up. But... Yeah. Thursday night football this season, school, Brady put up a bunch of points and made the season look a rerun, and gave Dak and the Cowboys a degree from the school of hard knocks. Fox thirty-one, Cowboys twenty-nine. On to Indianapolis, where the Carson hype came just as fast as it went. Russell Wilson looked comfortable in the pocket, throwing two DDs to Lockett, as he said "See related later" to his haters. Seahawks twenty-eight, Colts sixteen. The Los Angeles Chargers rode through the desert to play a team with no name and made them wait at the feet of a young quarterback. Herbert is making sure everyone in the league remembers his name going for 337 and a touchdown. Chargers 20, Washington 16. The Shannon plan is off to a good start in Santa Fran as Jimmy GQ and the 49ers beat the Lions in dominant fashion. Deebo must have thought it was Friday and they calling in nine for 189 in a touchdown. Niners 41, Lions 33.
1: Was that the last one? Oh, looked like we lost him. Ah, damn, that sucked. I was actually enjoying that. Not quite sure what happened there. Because, ah, yeah, cause I think we, we still had a few more. Like, he still had to get to, like, Philly and Atlanta, and there was Green Bay and New Orleans, and and I think there was still Chicago and the Rams. And I do see something in the, in the comments from one of our moms that said, <laughs> that the Giants never win till week eight. Like, you're right. Like, like but and but the Giants can't afford to do that. Like, that that's gonna be a problem for them and that's the reason why why we're wondering if this Washington game is going to be a must win for them because if you don't win here and kind of, and it's kind of the same thing as also for Washington too if you don't win here, when is your next legit win going to come? There's not a lot of of of, of, of games that you're highly favored in or just favored in period. So when is your next win going to come? Like you're talking about if they don't win here, like they'll probably they may beat Atlanta. I think Atlanta's on their schedule like in the next game or so. But then after that, they they going to have a they gotta have another three hard fought games. Like I, I think they get the Cowboys in there, they get the Rams in there somewhere. I I, I and somebody else maybe Kansas City. Like I can't remember, but it, but it's something ridiculous like that. So so then where are your next wins going to come? Say you lose the first game, you lose the second one. So now you talk about being starting off one and five, and I ain't gonna cut it. Cause you already know what they say. Like by the time you start off zero and two, you have a thirty three percent chance to even make it to the playoffs. If you're talking, if you're talking about starting off one and five, right? I don't think anybody sees them making a comeback, especially with this offensive line. Unless that offensive line um, um all of a sudden magically gets gorilla glue and learns how to stick together, and make a and make a goddamn wall and get a block. But you know what? That's something, that, that's something that we're gonna have some time to think about for next time or to even think about on another podcast. Don't worry, guys, we will be back Friday at what time we're we gonna be back on Friday at 6 p.m. <laughs> we'll be back Friday at 6 p.m. folks right here right here again. Don't forget to don't forget to join us, call in. Um look um like share and follow all of our platforms. We're talking about Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Twitch, YouTube, like it, it don't matter, like we're everywhere. Just go there and look. Spotify, Pandora, uh um, Apple Music, iPlay, like all that shit. Be Google, Google, oh, you know, Google the Google Podcast, I mean, we're there too. Everywhere, everywhere that you want to be. Can somebody please play my outro so I can stop rambling?
0: Sorry, B. I tried. Honest. All the bandwidth in the world couldn't keep me contained. No lag, no lag. Gonna share my talents with B live. Always knew I'd take the pod there. Just a lot later than a lot of listeners thought. Last of the real gabbers. Well, maybe not the last. Munchkin got good mic skills. New, improved, my tea podcaster. Potted down now. Last call for drinks. Bar's closing. Sun's out. Heard the casino got a buffet breakfast. Don't wanna go far Wild, Wild Night Tired be Tired My, My T Sports